On today's episode of First Round KO, we talk a lot about Khalil Mack going to the Bears. We talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, Brett Hundley going to Seattle, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Saints, and the Brewers making three trades in one day. We have two special guests in the studio with us today. Let's get it. Shock the system. Welcome to the most most tier WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard Jake Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Connor Moore, and I am the one who is the spokes- unofficial spokesperson and the reader of the Sacred Stone to the man that my co-host drafted in my league that I'm the commissioner in, but I turned around the next day and drafted him in a separate league that we are in, as it should rightfully be, and that man is none other than the, fu- than the soon-to-be future reigning, defending, undisputed National Football League MVP, Deshaun Watson. And yes, I'm still pissed off at you because of that. So for any of you who listened to Friday's episode, <laughs> I told Connor flat out that I was going to draft Deshaun Watson in our draft, and he, for some reason, didn't believe me. So he was a little upset when a I little, drafted him in the fourth round. I almost flipped the damn table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> God, he's a little mad, but it's okay. You got him in the you got him in the wrestling one. Yeah. So as so all somewhat right with the world. <laughs> I'm still mad that none of us thought about picking up Jake Umro. Well, you did. I, I did. In you the got last Kumro one, in the, in the, in the most first recent. one in our radio one. Cal did. Was Cal, it Cal? Cal got Kumro in the, yeah, in the very Cal last picked round. Up Kumro, and we were all like, "Oh, like how did we not even yeah. think of that?" Uh, yeah, but I but then I picked him up in the yeah. wrestling one because why not? Right? It'd be pretty fun. Also joining us today, we have two special guests with us in the studio. First of all, Mr. Thomas First. Hello, how are you? Returning guest. You are actually the only guest that I have had on since Connor became co-host. It was like our Damn second episode together. straight. Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah. Because <laughs> we had you on the second episode. And then I we just I think we dove right into football actually pretty quickly afterwards and then you I did I didn't want yeah, any, sounds about right. I didn't want guests on for that because me and Connor took up a full episode just doing our own picks. That's fine. My work schedule just decided to finally be like, oh, we can schedule you almost full time because it's summer. <laughs> in the last month. Boom. Yeah, in the last month. So oh, it's like cool. No, yeah, same. <laughs> but and uh, also our second guest joining us for the first time since Connor's been on, Mister. Kismo Galenic. That was a weird way to introduce me. I'll be completely honest with you. That's kind of an odd way. I to, didn't think of intros today, okay? Uh, I completely <laughs> forgot. Anyways, I'm glad to be here. It's always nice. I'm usually better with intros. I did not sleep last night. Yeah, Mr. Mr. This zero hours of sleep. Honestly. I've been I up, thought I was bad. I've been up, what is it, 48 hours now at least. Um, Sent him. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> See, See, I thought I was bad because I ended up staying up late because I ended up my phone blew up. They're like, "Hey, can you can you drive us back from the bars?" Because that was the night I just did decided not to do anything. That, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was that, and and that. But I went to bed at like I don't know, two thirty, mostly because I was like, "All right, fine, last call, I'm done." But so I worked 
at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I tried to go to sleep at, I tried to go to sleep, I think, at like a 10.30 or 11. No, no, no. I knew for sure you were going to be up until midnight. Because... Was it midnight? When did, oh, we went out. Didn't no. we? No, we no, no, that, no, that was, that was, no, that was the night uh, are before. We, are we talking about, Wait, what happened What are night? we talking about? Because I texted you, like, seconds before you texted me. Last night. Yes. Yeah? What are you, what? That's why you were staying up to midnight. Oh, because I was watching? No, that's not the way. Oh, really? No, no. I, I tried you to said you were waiting, and I was like, oh, me too, buddy. Oh! So, uh. Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, midnight. Okay. But still, okay, so I tried to go to bed at midnight. And then I messaged him at, like, 1.30, just some random stuff. Didn't think he'd, like, respond, because I was going to bed. Yeah. And then he sent responses, and I was like, oh, this dude's not sleeping. So Wake up, So to clarify, the, to clarify, this was not the night that we went out. That, right? The night where... No. Okay. No. All right. I, no, this, no, this yeah, no, this wasn't the... So... Yeah, so I worked at eight in the morning. I tried to go to bed at a decent time, and I did not fall asleep. I straight up just laid in my bed all night. I tried to fall asleep, couldn't fall asleep. Didn't happen. So I am running on no gas right now. I'm running on Mountain Dew Black Label. You're gonna actually sleep tonight. You got work in the morning. I work at one. I promise you, not. We all got work tomorrow. Yeah, so the I, morning, in, in one, one way or the other, or the other. <laughs> we all do. I'm gonna try to sleep. We'll put it that way. Oh, right. well, we got a Brewers game to go to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to the Cubs game tomorrow. I'm so excited. So before we get to the show, I have to I have to ask you guys this about a sign idea because I thought about this oh. literally just play, I was playing the show earlier. Okay. And I was and so you know, it's it kind of sums up the thing that I told you about uh, Kyle about how I wanted to order the, whole, the the blue flag with a white L on it, but <laughs> I'm just I, gonna make the sign. Kind of. I was gonna. I was gonna write fly. I was gonna write fly the W on top of the sign. Like cross it out, and then on the bottom of it, just write hold hold this L or something, something like that. Ooh, <laughs> I kind of like that actually. That'd be, that'd be so. Something, I like that so I'm thinking I might. Well, I mean, I feel like says, we. The, no, you were talking before stupid. me. Oh. So I'm gonna make one yeah. that says I heart Bob Euchre, and then just one is me. Good. Because I we. My hero. However, need to make Yelich signs. We have yes. to. Because yes. every game we went to, we made Yelich signs. And, and he did good. this last game we went to, uh, we did not. And, and he, he did not get a single hit in the game. No, he struck so out so twice, so went 0 for 3, and got a walk. Is this a, is this a U2 thing that yeah. need to make it? Or is this a, everyone should probably do it who's no. rooting for Well, I mean, we switch. can just make one okay. of them. Yeah, it'll yeah. suffice. I'll put the at here. You can make the hashtag, I'll make the at. I've never made a sign in Miller Park. Really? It's a kind of fun. It's it's pretty fun. The people who work at the sign booths, shout out to them. They're they're always fun. They're awesome. They have so much fun. Yeah. I'm just going to write two words. It's just going to be thanks, Coles. For, for the <laughs> <laughs> no, you just flip it around because it's got the big Coles logo on the back on of it. I just, yeah, it's got the Coles logo. So I'll just write thanks and then flip it around if I ever make it up. There. I still think maybe for the the other game that we're going to try to go later in September, yeah. we need to try to sit by the bullpen so, so I that can you can get make the, your hater the Josh sign. Hater drops tilted sign. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Fortnite is way past its prime it's now, not, but I mean people are still super into it. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Still that's true. We could still people still walk into my work going. Hey, do you have any PlayStation cards? I need Fortnite <laughs> stuff. Get VC. I need V Bucks, man. Yeah. Gotta get this new skin, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, I can, I've understood this enough times because we have repeat customers, as 
most stores do. Um, parents, unfortunately, parents are like, I do too at the liquor store. Kid, kids are really good at like getting their parents, their parents to get things, ten yeah. bucks, just ten PlayStation slower dollars. I'll get V bucks, and they do it enough times to the point where like, if my parents did that to me, I could have had like three sixty dollar games by now. Yeah. These parents are fools. They're not understanding they're being conned by their six-year-old children. Hey, man, I'm just saving up my money when Spider-Man drops in a matter oh, of a few yes. days. Oh, so. right. I'm trying really hard not to put a special limited edition Spider-Man PS4 Pro on a credit card. <laughs> I just have to point out, I haven't played Fortnite since Madden came out. Good. And now I'm not playing another game until Fortnite. WWE 2K Dude. comes out. Oh. Fortnite 2 featuring <laughs> Fortnite 2 featuring Despacito. Featuring Despacito 2. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get to the show? No, I'm waiting for WWE 2K19. When does that come out? I'm soon. They're releasing the rosters right now. I think right, October. They, right, the roster it's after Hell in like, Cell. Okay, because the roster release has been ongoing. They just right. released a, the last right. thing I saw was the Riot Squad. Undisputed Era. I saw that. Looks so good. Hard pass on 19. That's fair. They're redoing the engine for twenty. I know. That's so yeah, why not redo the engine now? Because they they announced it. They announced it like two months. They announced it like two months ago, and they had already they start working on it early. Why not do it now? We're gonna postpone the game until twenty twenty. Can they just can they just add a my GM mode and I'll be fine on that? Please. They they had the SmackDown versus Raw games. SmackDown versus Raw, hands down, best WWE games ever. Oh, absolutely. Without a question. THQ made those. I mean, bring the isn't that isn't that basically universe mode? Yes and no. What's yes. the difference? Well, I didn't play GM mode. Universe mode was just universe mode was basically very. It it kind of it's the same thing, but the, you could go much more in depth on universe mode, which in theory is cooler, but it just became monotonous after I disagree, a while. Actually. I think you can go more in depth with GM mode because you have to like sign wrestlers and stuff. That, they like did have free agents mode. and everything. Oh, yeah. so it's not like full control. Like you have to actually kind of yeah yeah oh, yeah. I do remember you could pick a roster and you could trade. Yeah. Than the other show, you want to beat the other show. Yeah. Oh. So if you play against other people, like if you did a franchise <laughs> like connected, Xavier and Tyler, yeah, that's literally what that is. Yeah. If you do like up, a connected up, down, down. and Madden franchise, like DJ and I have, but he never plays. He wanted, um, to, he wanted <laughs> me to do that. That too. wouldn't work. He was, like, he was like, buy an Xbox just so that you can play with us. Oh, I was like, DJ, DJ shut up. No. <laughs> um, if I get Madden, I'll do a connected franchise with you guys. It's like it's fun, but it's not too, fun online. But like, I think WWE would yeah. handle it much better. It starts with the draft too. Well, it started with the draft. I That's kind of cool. We need a new draft. We need a shake up. We, yeah. right. But that's WWE talk. Yeah. Once in. Anyway, listen on Wednesdays well, for that. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk some actual sports. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> big like news, Hata. big yeah. news out of the NFL this past weekend. There were a lot of rumblings coming out of Oakland that uh, that Khalil Mack was not happy with the situation. That John Gruden didn't want him there. So there were all these rumblings, especially once the, the the tipping point in the story was when Aaron Donald got the massive contract in L.A. Why don't he want me, man? And then Oakland, and then Oakland was like, "Well, I, we don't want to pay Khalil that much yeah. money, so we're going to ship him." And much to my mm, distaste, my, much to my distaste, <laughs> and much to Connor's joy, Khalil Mack got traded to the Chicago Bears. I'm sorry, what was that? Say that again. Khalil Mack got traded to my predicted fourth place team in the NFC North. <laughs> and I stand by that prediction even after this trade. <laughs> um, 
Still yeah. Sub- Went to the Bears. To for a King's Ransom. Let's just say that. Two King's ran- Ransoms. Two King's. Two whole Kings. Two, two whole Kings. Two whole Kings. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find the details here. I was just it's, I'm, buttons, but off yes. the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it was, it was two tw- first. It was a first round pick. For, it was a tw- um, to my own knowledge, it was a twenty. It was this. It was this upcoming year's uh, first round pick. Twenty twenty first round. A twenty twenty first round pick. I uh, think a fifth rounder. No, a sixth a rounder f- for twenty twenty. Third round and a third and a third rounder this year. Right. So it's first and third this year, a first in twenty twenty, and I think the, and I think it was like a sixth round. Whereas the Bears got. A second rounder, I think, either for this year's or next year's. Twenty twenty two. I think. I think for twenty twenty. I think oh, for really? okay. yeah. I think for twenty twenty's draft, back picks. A, con- okay. a conditional, a conditional fifth round, and then of course Khalil Mack. Wow. Right. Mm. But that's not all. But, but that's not all. So yeah, the, the whole the whole thing with Khalil Mack was that he wanted money, right? So like yeah. the only way that he was going to get traded anywhere really was if he was going to resign. And so yeah. he, pretty much immediately, like I'd say a couple hours later, yeah. I mean, when the, it, report when the came news out. broke, I mean, I felt like it was almost immediate where they were like, yep, they, yeah. he signed this extension for this much Can money. I, it was six year extension for $141 million, $90 million guaranteed. 60 mil just for signing. 60 mil bonus. <sighs> Jesus. Wow. I read that at work, um, yeah. and I was I, my, my 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 like the jaw hit the table. I was at my lunch. I was like, "Wow, the subway's really good." Boom, couldn't eat anymore. My jaw broke. I was like, 60 million just for signing a piece of paper." That's insane. I should have been a football player. The Raiders got him in the fifth round in 2014. Hey man, what a steal! Tom Brady. Yeah. So, uh, reportedly, like that is the most. It is the most. He's now the most expensive. Defensive, defensive player. Well, not only that, history. but that this trade is the most given up by a team for a defensive player oh, yeah. in like since, trade history since, since what's Jared name? Allen. Jared Allen for the yeah, Vikings. Yeah, I saw that, that one yep. too. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm trying to find. I mean, it worked out well. The Jared Allen trade did work worked out relatively well for both teams. That's yeah. very true. Why can't I? Oh, here we go. I'm just looking at Shefty because he has all these stats on all this stuff. Shefty's Twitter page. Which is but, 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 what? Hmm? I mean, you're going to mention it, you might as well. Adam Schefter? What? At, at Adam Schefter? <laughs> it's literally at Adam Schefter. He's not paying us to, to <laughs> name drop his Twitter handle. Oh, okay, okay. Bears get Khalil Mack a 2020 second round pick and a conditional 2020 fifth round pick. Raiders get a 2019 first round, 2020 first round, 2020 third round, and a 2019 sixth round. Mack gets a six-year 141 for and $90 million guaranteed, plus the, the 60. That's uh, insane. Yeah. Um... I'm just yeah, this cite is, your sources, man. I, I <laughs> literally said Adam Schefter's Twitter page. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, <laughs> you might as well throw the go a whole MLA with He him. does not pay us. <laughs> he doesn't pay us at all. Well, he, does if he you want to, to feel free. To pay you you want to pay I mean, I, I ain't mad at him for to pay me. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't find the other stuff anyway, but so. yeah, he... It, it's been a really big week, especially for just contracts in general. We got the highest-paid wide receiver ever. Yep. We got the highest-paid player ever yep. in Aaron Rodgers. We got Khalil Mack, the highest-paid defensive player now. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald got massive Aaron money. Aaron Donald got paid. Wasn't, wasn't he, like, originally the highest-paid? Yeah, Aaron yeah. Donald. Khalil Mack. And then, like, within yeah. within yeah. not even a full 48 hours. Not even I think thought. within a full 24. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Khalil, over the, the past Khalil six Mack days, this is also on Shefty's page, According uh, over the last six days, Khalil Mack got traded, and then Khalil Mack got that massive deal. Rob Gronkowski got his uh, contract worked. Aaron Donald signed. Yeah, they reworked 
Gronkowski's contract. I don't remember. Uh, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I was um, noticing that. And it was kind of spazzing, but oh well. Oh, I, was, I, I was on the keyboard. It's fine. Aaron Donald signed a record deal, but then Mac matched the or passed the record deal. Bridgewater got traded. We'll talk about that later. Rodgers got the richest contract. We'll talk about that later, probably. Um, and Odell Beckham. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's just a crazy contract. Okay, but, like, I'm – so here's my standpoint on this Mac thing. I am very upset with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I think we okay. should have gotten him. Like, I and I, I get that the Bears – had more to offer and we weren't willing to give up as much but i almost think that we should have been willing because like he's that impactful of a player okay here's here's how i explained it earlier the bears have more to look forward for to in the future as in like they aren't as good as the packers are right now as a full roster i think the packers have more potential right now than the chicago bears do so the Bears getting, giving up that many draft picks is very risky. Mm. But I mean, you also but have like, to look at. I mean, Khalil Mack is relatively young, is he not? He's twenty seven, and he's yeah, already, he's drafted in fourteen. I'm say he's a generational talent, and I mean, so like I, right, but what, like, doesn't it make more sense for Green Bay, who's like in a Super Bowl window right now, possibly towards the end of a Super Bowl window? Doesn't it make more sense for them to use their assets that they have and kind of give away those future draft picks that they don't necessarily need right now? Oh, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it makes – there's two different sides. When, when it comes to whoever would have landed him, it makes sense for them in whatever way that's specific to the organization. In the Packers' way, which – and you and you mentioned if the if them – them as in the Bears giving up as much as they did was too much – not necessarily, because I think whoever was out there would have had to given up something very eerily similar. Right, and I not... think the Packers could have done that. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. I mean, I I, w- I told you a few days ago that I was like, I fu- like as much as I love the fact that the Bears are going all in on this guy, and I expect him to be in green and in yellow in the yeah. near future. But it makes sense from the Bears' standpoint because you have the, the whole thing, the new wave now in the NFL that I've noticed, and they were talking about that a whole lot, talking about this a whole lot. After the trade was done, and especially after the extension, teams have a good amount of financial flexibility if they have a starting quarterback who was on a cheap or right. rookie deal. That's J- why Jared Goff, yeah. and that's why the Rams that's are why the Rams going were all in. Yep. Gurley and Donald. Yep. Yeah. The Bears are doing that are doing that right now, and they still have a, some contracts on the defensive side of the ball to sign, and they're probably going to get re-signed too. You know, the Browns are probably going to end up doing it, and yeah. they just have money to blow regardless. Yeah, they do. You know, when the inevitable Baker Mayfield uh, takeover happens. So it makes sense from a Bear standpoint because that why not have a guy like Khalil Mack already go with a team that was a top 10 defensive unit last year with one of the best defensive minds in the game, then the team is only getting better. And you mean to tell me that you get a guy who is already ticked off that some team did him dirty and everything, so he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. Right. And you put him with a coach that, I mean, you saw what he did with the San Francisco 49ers when he had the likes of uh, Alden Smith. Okay, but you can make that argument in Green Bay, though, because we have Mike Patton now who had the top defense in New York. <laughs> yes, that is very true. But there's a lot more, in my opinion, I think there's a Plus, lot more. a better offense. A, a better right. offense, yes, a much better offense. But I think on the Bears' standpoint, you look at the you look at the pack, you look at any defense. If you add Khalil Mack to it, 
instantly oh, better. Exactly. But yeah. with the Bears defense, a top 10 defense, and you look at the pieces there, um, uh, Raquan Smith, Akeem Hicks, uh, I just mentioned it, Leonard Floyd, yep. Adrian Amos, Prince mm-hmm. Amukamara, Kyle Fuller. Mm-hmm. And that defense was already really damn good when Vic Fangio took over. Throw a Khalil Mack in there. One half of that defense you don't want to mess with because mm-hmm. you have to deal with Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, in, you know, or between Smith and a Floyd. And if you try to go the opposite way, they're going to hurt you that way. And they still have Danny Trevathan on that roster as well. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, who's the other one? The guy from uh, Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson, the uh, safety from Alabama. Yep. That defense already was like, we were already talking about that defense good. being on yeah. the up and up, minus Khalil Mack. Right. You throw on Khalil Mack right now, you know, you take out standings on all of that. You look at this defense and you're like, God damn. So, like, that's kind of my point. Like, the Bears were already on the up and up using draft picks. And you not, like, to me it doesn't really make sense because they were already pretty good. Like, they gave up a lot. If they and now were, they signed him to a lot. If, worth every a, pe- worth every penny, though. But you, Yes, but. <laughs> in a division where every team has a has a quarterback. In a division no, where every team has no, a quarterback. they don't. No, they can't afford one. Yeah. Trubisky, Trubisky's the guy, and they're probably not, not going to pay him all this crazy money unless he blows up to be the next, I don't know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know? five, so he can throw interceptions. But, and that threw off my entire train of thought. <laughs> but, but, uh, Trubisky. Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, the, they already had enough talent that was going on, going, you know, on the up and up. Why not add? It's not like they added an aging vet and gave up a king's ransom for an aging guy. They got a young, right. in his prime, Khalil Mack to yeah. spearhead a defense that was already really good yeah. with Vic Fangio leading the charge. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It obviously makes sense. Like right. anyone getting Khalil Mack is going to make sense. I, I've, my my argument is that I'm just upset with the Packers. Right. I mean, I think I'll, the Packers should have made more of a push. I don't even think that it's you're upset with the Packers. You're upset as a Packers fan because we didn't make the deal to get this guy to make our defense that much better. It's not even that. Yeah, I should probably get closer. But um, it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I've, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm a little upset. Well, yeah, about I'm like, it, but obviously, I'm upset as but a like, fan. Yeah. But at the same time, like Connor was saying, I think it does almost make more sense for the Bears to like in this situation because, like he said, you're gonna have to give a up defense a lot is to all, get this guy. Defense has always been our struggle, though. Yeah, but we but that's also not the Bears' fault for giving. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the Ryan Pace and the Bears' fault for pulling the trigger before the Packers. Did. Oh no! Like, I mean, you guys just offered more. I don't know if it's we offered more if they if we offered exactly what what they uh, a pack for Cleo Mac wanted. We we started offering like a last week. <laughs> what was the offer? The Packers. We uh, we've had a, we've had. Because we had we have two draft pick, two first rounds this year, right. so we were offering one of those, and then next year's. I think it would have taken plus, a second. Well, plus more. It wasn't just those right. two. Yeah. like I, you guys, but and that's why that's the other reason because yeah. we have two first round picks think, this year. But I think we could afford that. I don't know if this has anything, if it's anything like that, like the like the NBA or anything. But I think they're looking at it this way: like the first round picks from the Bears are most likely going to have a lot more value than the, than a first rounder from the Packers. Not not because they're not because of the fact that they're first rounders, because of the fact that if the Bears get a good pick, right, if, they, they, right, if, yeah. if the Bears suck, that pick the Bears right. don't have. Yeah. So the Raiders can essentially get more yeah. first rounders within the top twelve. Whereas you get a Packers first round pick, sure you can get a gem, you know, twenty three onward 
Although but, one but of you those can get picks, an impact player in the, one in the of those, top 15. Like, we could have gave him the other pick, and I'm not exactly sure who it's from. But, like, you know, then we get oh. we inherit that team's oh, pick. Right. So, however bad that team, I can't think of who. It might actually be Oakland. <laughs> um, no, that doesn't not, make I'm sense. Not, I don't know. But, I, that's but anyway. to me that the Packers had, had two first Yeah, we have two first-rounders this, year, this so. year. I'm Like I said, I can't for the life of me remember how we got that pick. But I'm not upset. I mean, it's a Saints pick now that I think about it. <laughs> okay. Why aren't you but upset, anyway. Tom? Uh, I just don't care, I guess. <laughs> like, we're oh, yeah, like about he Cody might be Mac only, taking he out might be the Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the season. The NFC North. The only one yeah. in, this, in these two states. That don't yeah. The NFC North is already pretty stacked. Like, yeah. you're looking at the Vikings. They got Kirk Cousins. Strong arm quarterback to go with some damn good receivers they got now. Their defense has always been pretty decent. It's always kind of been back and forth lately, the Vikings. Oh, okay. I'm not too concerned about it. Like, if we can hold our own against them, I don't see how we're not going to be able to hold our own against Chicago. You got one pass rusher that's really good. And an and O-line Aaron on the Packers who is not very good. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers so, has been dealing with that his whole it's, career. It's, one of, the better, suppose, it's one of the better lines that we've had. I suppose when you look Especially at health-wise. I don't know. Packers defense is getting better. Yeah, we have really good young corners young guys, that are only yeah, going to develop into be stars. I love the Jair Alexander kid and Josh. Jair, yeah, Josh they're both going to be so Josh good. Josh and I really like Kevin King from last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, they're all going to be fantastic corners. We have a lot of young depth. Yeah, in defense now that I'm not too worried. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about really is if Rodgers goes out again. Yeah, but if you look at it, so are the, you, I guess my question is, do you think? Are you? I don't know if I'm hearing this correctly, but it almost sounds like you're saying that they don't need a Khalil Mack. I don't think we needed it ever. The so Packers you, didn't need it, is what he's saying. Yeah. Which I don't know how you can say you don't need an All-Pro guy who's a, who's an absolute yeah, defensive star. Yeah, you don't need star. him. Would, no, it would our, be nice to have the our guy. Our problem has been rushing the quarterback, kind of. though. Well, I'm sorry that Clay Matthews yeah, but is old and out of his prime, and nobody, like everybody, <laughs> Clay Matthews has been him. out of his prime three years into his career. Granted, it's preseason. <laughs> I mean, it was preseason. Don't get me wrong, right. but um, Gilbert, Gilbert, yeah, he's been and he did make the roster tearing it up. You can say, that, Blake he, he's been looking really good, yeah. Good, yeah. And Blake Martinez, Martinez gets like twelve tackles didn't a game. Get, didn't one of our linebackers get hurt though? Was it Martinez or was it? Uh, Jake, Jake Ryan? Ryan. He's out for the season. Didn't you guys just get a linebacker from the Colts too? Yeah, Antonio Morrison. Okay, so I mean. I, I, I'm kind of, now that Tom even explained that point, I'm kind of with him. Like, it's like, it's not a huge deal. We have pretty decent defense. They're mostly young guys who are going to develop into being really good players. I mean, it's like Connor, but when Connor said, like, you don't nice. need a guy like that, you're right. You you don't need a guy like that on your team. You, it would just be really nice to have a guy like that on your team. Like, granted, like he said, the Bears have a good defense already. But with Khalil Mack, they're going to be that much better. Right. Just like... If the Packers had him, we'd be that much better. But it's not something that we needed. 100%. I don't think it's going to break our season. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, That's, no. Um, but, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just want. To Go ahead. And <laughs> uh, um, plus, I'd rather we're doing really well with picks. I feel like lately, and that we have a young defense. We have a GM that's willing to make moves now. It's new. If we continue growing through the draft and making smart off-season moves, I'm not going to be worried. I, that's just where I stand. It objectively, like as yeah. a Packers fan, it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks. I get it, but objectively, it's a good division no matter what. Yeah. Now it's just to me. I think Lions are going to be in last place now. 
that that's literally I still the only factor. I have Mitch Trubisky's uh, sorry, Mitch Trubisky still can't throw a football for shit. So <laughs> he was I don't a really rookie. Care. He was a rookie. So was Deshaun oh, okay. Watson. We're not gonna go down that road, all right? <laughs> all right you know that's fine. Uh, whatever. Who did he have to throw to? <laughs> Not my as Connor knows, say. and as anyone who listens what? knows, I trust quarterback play too much. Where I just don't think the Bears, even with Khalil Mack, I think the Lions will pass them. But anyway. I love a running football game, so I think their running back is good enough to score. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's not even the trade. I think it's. I'll kind of get into it more later. I guess I don't know. Uh, it's just the Bears instantly just shelling out the cash. I think was an interesting choice. It's a big risk. That's it's for a sure. huge risk. Because if I he mean, hasn't performed for you yet, yeah, he hasn't performed for anyone yet. That's a lot of money, sixty million dollars, just to say, hey, I'd like to hey, be here. Any, put pen to paper in here. Anyone who got Khalil, him, though. you're acting like he's a nobody. It's Khalil Mack. Well, yeah. You can't tell me that it was not a smart decision to trade all that and keep him for a rental. If you're going to trade that much for a Khalil Mack, you're giving him every damn dollar he rightfully deserves. Not right away. Yes, so you're going to trade all that for a rental. That's essentially that's what you're thing. saying. Since they gave, up I so wouldn't much, have traded that much to begin with. That's, that's exactly what he. That what that's the package that a Khalil Mack warrants. That is well, exactly not, what not, he warrants. That's that's the package that the Raiders were asking for. But you look at his body of because work. they knew that they. You look at his leverage. body of work. He warrants. Would I sign he warrants a free that. agent Khalil Mack for that much. Sure. How do you know he's gonna re- how how do you know he's gonna want to even sign with you at that point? And there's probably other things that they, they can take care of at that. Point. I wouldn't trade for him. That's the I, thing. I, I would not trade for any player that's in his last like season. The thing is, if he wants to get traded that bad and get fined all that money, how do you know that play? he didn't want to re-sign with the Bears then too? That's another. It's not like they're like, oh, we traded you. Take it, take it, take it. It could. It, it's not. It, it could have easily been a mutual thing. He just wanted the money. Yeah. <laughs> either either way, that's what the problem. I'm gonna ask you one thing. Okay. Right now. Step out of the role of a Bears fan. <laughs> okay. And calmly, take a deep breath, look at this objective. I'm looking, ask the question. <laughs> Would you, I see your point where it makes sense, you shelled out all that money as a trade. Like all, the, all those picks, and then you instantly signed on for the trade. But would you really, is it really worth it in the long run to give out that much money, that many picks, I think the Bears didn't really necessarily come out on top from this. Where's the question? Was Continue. It, Objectively, you, would you agree with do that? Do you think in the long run this will hurt or ultimately help the team? How will it influence the team, yeah. essentially? Yeah. It makes an already growing defense. Objectively speaking, okay, but, objectively speaking right. and you can't say that every expert out there, and even whether it was Bears experts, ESPN experts, everything, yeah, they were already saying that this defense was already a top 10, getting yeah. so close to an elite, mm-hmm. and and everyone was saying that it just made the most sense to get an elite pass rusher. Right. Throw him on a team where you have on the opposite end Akeem Hicks. And a, from a talent standpoint, no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. And again, I think the thing that I'm trying to stress here is not that they signed it, that they traded for him. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, what, what, what do we do now? Like, it's not like they were handcuffed and were forced to give him the money. No. I honestly think that there is a part of him that wanted to come. And once he heard that, that the Bears were in the market, he could have easily said, no, nah, I'm not going to resign. You, you forget, it's not like he wanted to take the money. He could have easily played his, he could have easily played his ass off this season and gotten more money. It's not like, it's not like the Bears he were the only— out because he wanted money. 
He could have. He, <laughs> he was holding tra- out. He was holding out because he saw Aaron Donald. He was he was holding out, but he didn't want to be there anymore because Gruden and all of them didn't. Well, that Gruden didn't yeah. want. So That's why fair. would you want to be somewhere that? Why would you want to be somewhere that they don't want you? Yeah. Right. So you get traded. Well, any other team that trades for him though is going to want him. Yes, but you get traded. Hear me out. You okay. get traded. Okay. Yep. He could have easily said no to the contract. Regardless of how much money it was, he could have said no and been like, I right. can get more. If There's other teams down. out there that could have given me, whether it was five mil more, two mil more, ten mil more. And you and he could have played his ass off, walked, said, you know what? That's fair. I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let these teams come to me. And he could have gotten more. Because right. you can't tell me there are other teams out there that did not have the sa- had to have the same amount, if not more money, than the Bears in cap space, who would have thrown it at him this offseason. But in the long run, when the Bears have to come up and re-sign their young players, quarterback position, wide receiver position, Anyone linebacker, linebacker, mostly offense is what I'm trying to get at. Like I that that puts a gap on it now. Like you have you. It puts a limit on what you can do spending wise too. Like, may, and, now, and now you it, also it, it, it can't or, really build through the draft it either. May, it may or may not, and you mean you no know, and who knows? I mean Ryan Pace has also been very good at drafting so so far. He's he's been, he's shown that he whether yeah. it's in the first round or even up to the yeah, fifth over round. The past he, couple, like yeah. he like the Bears have been drafting very well. So I I'm I'm did we give up uh first rounders and everything that could have panned out to be superstars? Yes, obviously. But I'm not saying. But at the same time, I'm not looking at it like the Bears are doom and gloom in the draft. But maybe that's just the optimist in me because they've been drafting a lot better, so they can still find talent in the in the draft pool. Right. As far as the money situation, you could be right, I could be wrong, or it could be vice versa. Right. But yeah. because, in all honesty, I don't know the cap space situation with the Chicago True. Bears. True. I I just know that they. I just know that this deal would not have been hap- Would not have happened had you had so many players on their rookie deals, a Mitch Trubisky, a, a Jordan Howard. I mean, those guys are going to get paid. I'm, I'm pretty, still pretty sure they have enough cap space in there. And I, and I, I get what you guys are saying. You can't pay everybody. Right. But maybe they don't keep everybody. There probably are some high-salary guys, a Danny Trevathan pops to mind right away, right. that might not be there. Aging guys who have so much money, you might not want to pay them. Hell, they're paying Kevin White up the wazoo for as a, for a wide receiver, and he's done j- nothing recently. <laughs> so you could cut him, honestly. Uh, yeah. I mean, and then I'm pretty sure there's a few only one year deals there, options there too. So there's a lot of things that you know. Personally, I can't, I can't honestly answer that question because I am not fully familiar with the Bears' cap space yeah. s- scenario. But I know that was some. But they they're fortunate to have the case to be in the situation they are now. Because of the contracts that they've had, and because they didn't dish out a whole bunch of impact spending in this past free agency, went even if they even if they could have, because they had the money to it. But the most expensive player I think they signed was either matching the Kyle Fuller offer or signing Allen Robinson. But they, Allen we all Robinson. know, we needed a wide receiver. Allen Robinson's yeah. the second highest paid behind Clue Mack right now. Yeah, is he? Yeah. All right, highest. Pay- you want to know what made me chuckle right there? Two yeah. more points. We'll go. Dead yeah. money. You guys are paying Mike Glennon four point five million dollars right now. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Man. It happens. Still to this day, don't understand a why you made that trade don't or look at b me. why you then turn around and draft it, trade it up to get mid. It's whatever. All right, Tom. There's a uh, lot of things. Go ahead. I guess Tom. like my biggest point. Like I understand what you're saying. It's not going on deaf ears or anything. I just you keep saying that they weren't handcuffed to do that. But when you give up that much, 
I think I anyone, like he almost are. any team who had or who was going to trade for him needed to re-sign him. To, yeah, to that yeah much agreed. Money. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's not like it was an automatic that he was going to be. Like, yeah, just give it to me because he could have easily said no. It's not like the, it's not like they forced him to sign the deal. Easily, they could have. He could have easily said no. Yes, easily. Because again, can I can I can I explain why I said that? Go go for it. Because, because I honestly told failed me, to see the easily. If you told thing. me, if you I'll told give me, you yeah, hundred million dollars yeah, with ninety of it guaranteed. Oh, by the way, we'll give you sixty of it to his, right now. To just just write your name on this. Page. To his point, though, Khalil, his Connor's thinking is that Khalil Mack knows that he can go get more yeah. later in the season. Okay. So like, I do I do see that point. Yeah, I don't. Like I keep, I would have a hard time saying. Like I keep saying, as would I. But I mean, if you're, but I mean, you're also, you also have to think in the mind of an NFL football player who's already making millions, and and it's not even a big deal, and who just saw a guy get paid twenty four hours. I would go to a Super Bowl contending team. That's just my. Ideally, ideally, yes. I mean, I'm not. Trust me, I literally said on this show, it makes so much more damn sense for him to be a goddamn Packer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy he is a Chicago Bear, <laughs> but I'm. It just made the most sense to me to go to the Packers. Yeah. But I mean, the deal now puts the Bears in that. I don't want to say they're elite, because no, they're top ten. They're Their not. defense, I'd say, well, defense, is up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Def- oh, yeah. Wise, I'm not. No. I'm not talking about the team. No, no, no. <laughs> defense. Defense, I'd say top five. I'm gonna say the defense is the defense on paper right now could fight could fight for a top yeah. five. I'm not going to put them yeah. in the top five right away, but they could fight it's for like it. It's like they're the worst defenses. I can, <laughs> that'd be the best irony. Um, I can think of four other defenses off the top of my head, but that's it. Okay. So I could I could see them being there. My, uh, my second point was about not caring that the Packers didn't get him is that we got rid of Jordy to get Jimmy Graham. Right. Right. We just signed Aaron Rodgers to, to a, a huge payday. Deal. We still have that actually freed up cap space for this year, though. Yeah, this and, year, and also, I mean, reworking it and spreading it out, though. That's still because it's not like we're giving yeah. him that max money in one season. It's over four That's more still... years. I know, yeah, but I I'm but just, yeah. but we still had the cap space to work it. Yeah, I don't we think ha- we could afford Khalil Mack and Aaron Rodgers at the same time. With two big deals like that, that's fair. Probably not. Plus, Clay Matthews is Honestly, eating up a lot of money right now. Even though it may not have made a lot of sense, How and I might have Matthews on 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 the books for it because they could either stretch it. They could, they could either do a stretch or they can just they need to get or they could or they could ditch him. I think he's out this season. season. I'm gonna yeah. say because they can either stretch but that money out somehow or they could just ship him. We have a good O line, like really good O line, if they stay healthy. Yeah. You're gonna want to shell money out for that. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna have to shell out money for our really good young corners. Which, if we don't, I mean, I'll be upset. Yeah. Matthews and is the third highest played, eleven million. And when, I mean, year. when you look at it too, like we were talking positions that we're going to need to look for. Running backs are probably on on the table. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. our next two, coming season. But, I like our two young guys. I'd give them. I'd give them. I. I. I still to this day. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to vent about this real quick for a second. Ty Montgomery became a running back out of necessity because we didn't have any running yeah. backs. They all got hurt. And he's not good. And now we have two young, good running backs, and he's still sitting there at running back. Yeah. Move him out. Yeah. Get Or trade him. Get yeah. Move him back to receiver. Something. Yeah. Actually, he wouldn't. I don't think he'd make a receiver depth chart at <laughs> no, this point. Not at this point, <laughs> no. But get him out of the running back yeah. position. Yeah. It makes I no agree. sense whatsoever. And I hate, I mean, obviously when, I think when Aaron Jones makes the, or is out of his, suspension, of his suspension, he'll, he'll yeah. go back into the. Roster, but still, it's just. Oh, I hope he goes into the starting position. Yeah, I, he should. I think he definitely should. E- even if not him, Williams, like Williams, yeah. did good before he got yeah. hurt too. Both of them. Yeah, right, whatever. I don't know. 
But yes, I agree. Like running back, it, for some reason, if those two don't pan out, yeah. like which is very we possible, we need to just be on the lookout. I, I agree for sure. Yeah, um, I think like Packers making yeah. a deal that large would hinder I us think for would, the future. Yeah, definitely yeah. ruin us for the future. But I think we have enough pieces in place at this point in time to continue growing. Mm-hmm. What if we would have rented other? I, rented him? Yeah. I guess if we what, won a Super Bowl this season. I, guess, I was gonna say I guess Rogers was gonna retire after this season. I was say I guess as just to play a little bit of devil devil's advocate is that yeah, it might hurt it might hinder in the future. But right but, now. Right, <laughs> but isn't that what most teams who are in a position I was to, gonna say, like, the to, Packers dominate, Super Bowl to window, dominate? The Packers Super Bowl window is Aaron Rodgers' yeah. contract. Yeah. Which is what now through five more years. Yeah. So I mean, getting Khalil Mack for five years. I would I would have given up stuff. For that. I'd rather plant seeds. Plus, for I the think like I, while right, somewhat staying a Super Bowl. You remember how disgusting it was after Brett Favre left for that window, where the Packers were that bad. Yeah, it was true. terrible to watch. I don't want to go through that again. As a Packer <laughs> fan, don't want to go through that again. Let's just make sure that we have a decent team we at won, least. What we don't want to be the Cleveland Browns. What if we won two or three Super? What if we won two to three Super Bowls in five years? I mean, that'd be cool. Then it's. I wouldn't and say it's worth like it at that point, but it's like, route? but like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. It's super tough. We won a Super Bowl with yeah. super young players. Yeah, yeah, and now we have a half injured player. team. Yeah, that's true. Let's. That is the biggest. I think honestly, if we're talking about anything that the Packers need to do to win a Super Bowl, stay, stay healthy. healthy. Stay healthy. Honestly, the key this year, younger left outside linebacker, defensive line or well. offensive line. Yeah. If the <laughs> offensive line stays healthy, Aaron will most likely stay healthy. And he'll be able to throw in the pocket more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think we didn't need to decide what we want to do with our O line because McCarthy's been on this huge thing for like I want to say the past six seasons. I want to start running the football. I have the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah. So you have obvious pass blockers. Yeah. Not necessarily run blockers. Why is our running game shit? I can't figure it out. I see what you mean. He so he needs to, to make a decision. He needs and to, I think the right one at this point in time. He needs to do run packages back, better. He just needs to back Rodgers more. Right. Not, I want to run the ball better. I want to protect my quarterback more. Yeah. And but, focus on that. But Rodgers is that good, so it's like. <laughs> but, ha- but having a good running game also indirectly protects your, the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm, you, if the defense keys in. Play action. Right. If, yeah. if I get if, that. If you don't I'm know. If I'm like, disrespecting that. That's right. Just, I mean, I definitely see your point. Like, they need to protect Aaron Rodgers. We don't need to be rushing 100 yards a game to do that. Yeah. No, but having a, res- a at the at the sort. At the very, abs- at the absolute minimum, respectable running game already helps out the which world's I think greatest balance the Which I think yeah. Jones and Williams brings to the team. Exactly. Like 100%. At least enough to the point where we, yeah. Like, we it, saw jo- Jones and Williams did good with Brett Hundley at quarterback mm-hmm. last year. They segue. <laughs> I was going to mention that, like, when Rodgers is done, make sure you have an O-line in place if you really want to work on the running game yeah. after that. Yeah. Then because we can switch to so a running team like that. Well, so, so if McCarthy's even yeah. going to be around the entire Anyway, go on. Yeah. So we're on to Hundley. I want, yeah, I want to talk about Brett Hundley because <laughs> Packer fans soured on him very quickly. Y'all really did. <laughs> Understandably. Y'all act like yeah. I liked him. I had hope. I never liked him. <laughs> I, well, because I heard rumblings out of Green Bay when they drafted him and after a year or two, like in training camp and everything, that he was our next guy and that everyone had hopes that he was our future after Aaron. He was never our type of quarterback. We did not okay, have a play play okay, but, football. but, but just, yeah, I don't know. When when Aaron got hurt last year, 
it didn't look like they changed the playbook at all. Which is why he wouldn't be the quarterback of the future. Why not change that your playbook? Make sense. That doesn't, that doesn't no, make you, sense. No, you no. That argument's completely invalid. If you're not going to change the playbook, okay, no, no, no. I I'll discredit. No, well, the, no. The Redskins immediately when they drafted RG three, did they still try to make him a pocket passer? No. They then played. Why would they change it? Kyle Shanahan why changed they play to his strengths. Then, if we're still trying to get Aaron back in time for the playoffs. Why wouldn't we play to To win some games? The only reason they forced Aaron to come back in time for the playoffs was because they realized Brett Hundley wasn't going to get them there. Yeah. The original plan was the playbook so he could. To play to his strengths. Yeah. Every team does that. To play to Change the playbook to Brett Hundley's strengths. I'm saying, why didn't we do that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's you guys are acting like I'm saying the opposite of that. I'm not. He's literally yelling at me like, no, you're saying that he's not our style quarterback. Because he's not. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He never was. Yeah. But why didn't we change our style to fit him? I think you got, you also have to think about it. If we weren't I mean, going to do it last season, yeah. why would we start that, that last season? Brett Hundley was thrown in. Just yeah. unexpected. Yep. No one was expecting the best quarterback. I, this might be biased, but I genuinely believe the j- best quarterback in the NFL no, was going to go down with a broken collarbone and be out for the season. No one expected that. And when it happened, no. Brett Hundley was thrown in. And you all have to think that... At that point, when Rodgers goes down, they immediately have to turn around in a week no, yeah. and make an entirely new playbook, which but, I understand they could have done after the fact. They could have taken that's a couple saying. weeks had, to do it. That's what I'm saying. How long he was out? For like seven weeks? I think he a came while. back after eight. for a while. <laughs> yeah, you have time. And even, okay, so like the first and I think the second week, they closed the playbook for Hundley, which yeah. obviously, because yeah. he's not going to know the entire playbook, yeah. even though he kind of should. He should. He's part of the system. But like he doesn't know how to run the entire right. thing. So like makes sense. But why not change the playbook so that he, because he's not a, he's yeah. not a strictly pocket passer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's, it's I think it's just because it, it's just, it just to me, <laughs> that shows Mike McCarthy's stubbornness. Yeah. Like, like the hardest. Like yeah. It goes back to not being able to run the football. Because if you wanted to play to the style of Brett Hundley, you need to be able to run the football. I'm with him on that one. Yeah. That's why I'm hopeful for I'm, our I'm, running I'm, game, I'm, though. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent with him on no, that. You want to run? You want to have a scrambler quarterback? You want to run some option plays? You need a running game. I which think I thought we did last year. The, the, we the, had towards the tail end of the season. Towards the tail end of the season, they showed Hundley. a lot of promise. Well, no, yeah. there were two rookie running backs, but they showed promise. Yeah. Yeah, I think pro- I think them showing promise honestly was probably the be- best case scenario for that running game. Oh, because it went from abysmal, like non-existent, to promising, which was the best thing that could have happened, re- I, regardless of Rodgers was still playing or not. I really hope either Ty Montgomery all of a sudden figured out how to play the running back position. I hope so too. Be- or he slowly gets worked out yeah. of the starting position. We I just mean, needed drafts. Yes, yeah, somebody. A, true. a soul, true running back. Yeah. And I we have two of them, though. I don't yeah, know why but, you guys are so no, focused on but we this. need someone who's, like, I understand these guys are good. They're 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 good. I was going to say, you guys they're need to give great. them a chance with they're Aaron, though. Great. I have them a chance with Aaron. I'm, I'm excited, excited to I think watch these guys. I'm I think they're good enough them. with Aaron. Yeah. Like, I that's, what I, so. that's what I think. But I just want one for the future. Yeah. That one, Aaron. I mean, honestly, though, Okay, but if we draft a guy right now, chances are we might not have him in six years. When Aaron's gone, I suppose. <laughs> what I I don't know. I think <laughs> groomed him like the I, perfect show dog. Thinking back on like looking back at the Packers, when was the last time where we had a really good like true running back? Who was the guy that was who lined up behind Favre? Ryan Grant. 
Not him. Amon Green. Amon Green. Amon Green. Amon Green. I was that Ryan Grant? I was going to say James Starks as a joke, but Ryan Grant's even funnier. Hey, man. <laughs> Super Bowl champion no, I, James I, Starks. I, I, genuinely, down, right? I genuinely think it was probably Amon Green. No, honestly. Was yeah. our last I'm sure genuinely was last good one. Like, actual really good running so back that the Clark Packers and had. Starks so did the job, but they were never a running back team. No. It's always a quarterback team. But we're going to need to be in the future. Once Rodgers is gone, 100%. <laughs> we'll go get another quarterback. Like who? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> we'll go get Tua or something. I don't know. Right, they're going yeah, to go. We'll just call Jared Goff and the real quick. Like, hey, anyway, obviously, I don't know who our quarterback's going to be in six years. What kind of question? Tua's not going to be around in six years. I know. It was a joke. <laughs> So, Jesus. So we we started with Brett Hundley. Are we gonna, are we gonna finish with Brett Hundley? Yeah. Okay. Gonna... So, I, well, I did. You went way off of the that. majority. No, the majority of that conversation is Had I wanted to do with Hundley. I wanted yeah. to talk about his time in Green Bay and yeah. all that okay. different stuff. Yeah. But now, you know, quickly we can talk about Seattle because it's not too yeah. much. I he's not gonna play too much. No, but no. I think even even though. He fits if the, he does he it, yeah, better. he fits the playbook. He's like, gonna do a with lot Russ, better. him and Russell Wilson are similar quarterbacks. I would very, say. yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson's obviously a lot better than him, but similar yeah. play. But styles. he's got the height. He's got yeah. not as good as athleticism. No, I think um, Russ has got that off. He might have a stronger arm. Maybe but Russ has got an arm, but like he's not. I don't think he's got a, like he's not big enough to. I think I think Brett Hundley still, just by default he's has got an, an arm, dude. Hundley's got an arm. Oh, Hundley's got an arm, but yeah. I think, uh, but I, but I think I don't think, or rather, I do think Wilson has just as good. It's not. He he doesn't have a rocket arm, but it's a, no, yeah. That's Russell Wilson's got a pretty good arm. Saying, like, yeah, he's got a I, yeah, obviously, and he's fairly accurate too. To so be Hundley's a very really just there. But to, here's the thing: to back up in case he gets hurt. So you have Hundley in Green Bay. Yeah. Right. And it was like, he's going to be future, and I never agreed with it. We were kind of raising him against the grain here. He had right. enough time. He went through high school. He went through college being one way. We drafted him, tried to teach him to be a different way, and it wasn't working. Right. I don't blame him for that. I think now that he's in Seattle, no, he's I don't have blame a lot him of time. Yeah, I don't blame him at all. And a way to learn to be, hey, you don't have to be Aaron. Be you. I don't hate Brett Hundley. No. I hated him in Green Bay. I have a question. <laughs> I actually have an honest question, and I yeah. don't. And I don't mean to ask this as, I mean, I in a way I am asking this kind of as, for lack of better terms, an idiot because I've grown up in the Chicago yeah, area no. my entire life, and even though I grew up liking Brett, F- I mean, Brett Favre was one of my favorite quarterbacks hey. growing up since I was, I don't know. <laughs> Shorter than I already am. Um, you want to know the reason I was saying that during the draft yesterday is because of that kid. But but my honest question here, because you guys probably watched a lot more Packer games than I did. I only I watched as many as I could on yeah, TV back right. in Chicago, and then of course yeah. when they played the Bears. How much different was the was the play calling and the play style? When Favre played in comparison to when Rodgers eventually took over, there were did, more interceptions. Did, I'm talking it's, about play, oh, okay. play call <laughs> wise. Like play call wise, how how the offense was structured. Because if they changed from Favre to Rodgers, I, I don't. I have think, a theory. I, I don't no, know if they did. did. I'm just asking if they no. did. Or and not. I don't know if this if is true. Did. I'm not like shutting you down. I was right. just no, thinking, yeah, my thinking, thinking process. Thinking I think I'll. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't sure if they actually did. Because my thinking is, if they did change the playbook from Favre to Rodgers, my thought process w- ideally, obviously, would have been. Okay, so if whenever Rodgers leaves, whenever that would be, they would they would obviously 
alter the playbook again for Hunley if he was if he was still yeah. to be the heir apparent. But again, that's because I don't know right, how no. the offense ran think, on the Brett I have Favre. a theory on that, and I want to see what you two think of this. Okay. I don't think it was much of a change from Favre to Rodgers yeah. as it was from Holgram to McCarthy. I mean, yeah, yes, no. It's it was, I, it I didn't watch the same Holgram, style. I didn't watch Holgram. It stayed a lot of the same style, and yeah. I think that's why Rogers struggled a little bit the first couple seasons of him starting. Yeah. Was that well? He was also he also tweaked his throwing, yeah, his throwing motion, yeah, after he came out of college. Well, okay. yeah. I, I don't <laughs> why, but I'm not. That's not relevant. Um, it's just like a lot of the playbooks stayed the same. It was a lot of deep yeah. ball, okay, a lot of so, so a lot of deep ball, but. Hey, let's be a little well, more yeah, accurate. When, you have, a guy who, when yeah. you have a guy that can sling the ball, you yeah. should do that. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the biggest joke that went from five to Rodgers is third and one. <laughs> All vert. Let's go. It's yeah. like, <laughs> so legit, though. Like, yeah. honestly, anytime yeah. it's third and two, third and one, let's, it let's seems like McCarthy's yeah, right. throwing down. Let's just, let's just sling. Well, and it honestly <laughs> makes me really upset. Yeah. <laughs> just go quick slant. Oh, look. Honestly. Two yards yeah. first down. You know good? Hey, let's bomb at the next one. Not only that kills me about that. You say, quick slant, two yards. Yeah, we do that on first down and second down, but once we get to third and two, then we're going to throw it 60 yards. Which makes me upset because not only is Aaron... They're going to think we're going to throw it short. Yeah. Good. That's what he is. <laughs> Honestly, every time, every third down, McCarthy's like, they yeah. think we're going to throw short. But no, they know you're throwing deep. Yeah. That was if you throw deep every time... You're gonna throw deep every time. No, uh, yeah. it was the same for five. And it, it's weird because was it the same? Aaron it was. Aaron's okay. so good at the slant route. Not only him now, but yeah. you have Cobb, who's fantastic in the middle, and Devonte, who's really good at the slant, and now Geronimo. If we don't start throwing slants, yeah. like or even just well, short comeback routes, yeah. <laughs> Aaron's the king of the back shoulder throw. Yeah. Dude, you think <laughs> you He's missed Kumaro in there? <laughs> Kumaro's a deep threat. Come on, <laughs> dude. He could do both. Oh, I know he's hand tear it up. I know he is hell. I know, but I'm okay. But I also want to answer. He's acting question. like seventy-two to, yards. To that, like... to that, the whole question: Did it change that much? I think it. It definitely changed. I would say that. I mean, it was pretty similar to the playbook that they ran with Brett Favre, as you were saying. Third down, let's bomb it. That's pretty much the thing that the Packers. But is that a McCarthy done. thing? Well, no, or is obviously that not. If it was always you're gonna that tell me way. Aaron Rodgers goes out there knowing he's not gonna get a first down going. I'm going to try for 80 yards. <laughs> yeah. But I think that in that situation, going from Favre to Rodgers may have been a change, but it wasn't a huge change. No. But going from Rodgers they, to Hundley is a massive change. I mean, going like, from the best quarterback in the yeah. league to anyone well, is a massive change. From the but best quarterback the in the league with to the best though. quarterback That's to the good. league. Yeah. To that the, was the, what is this guy? That was the f- <laughs> thought with Favre. I got legs. The biggest yeah. thing in my mind was... When we ha- we had Favre, we knew he was kind of on his way out. We got Rodgers, yeah. and we groomed him. We changed his throwing motion. We groomed him in the offense. Wasn't that we a did. Team? Favre did. I was gonna say. I was just about to say. Favre did. Did it Favre. the team? Did Favre? Favre did not. Oh, you're right. I'm gonna no, say Favre, they did Favre right. like resist until the very absolute yeah, end. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a stubborn old guy towards the end. I there. mean, but like I don't blame him. So yeah. like, but that's that's my whole At point. At this point, I, was Humley, younger, I hated him for it. That's why I hated Humley in Green Bay. He it. We could groom him as much as we want, but, but he, he, he just, doesn't fit the play style yeah. at all. And, and I don't see is, I don't see our play style changing at all. Yeah. We need to tell. find we need to find a quarterback who's good in the pocket, yeah. somewhat mobile, and has a strong arm. Yeah. You can tell because he rushes for touchdowns. It's like more yes. than yeah. he would throw for. Yeah. Yeah. So did he just, throw for a touchdown in the preseason? Mm, 
Yes. He ran for one. I know that. For I sure. know he ran for one. <laughs> did he throw for he one? Did throw for I one. would just. I think it was at home too. How many times has Kaiser? Uh-huh. Rolled, how many times has Kaiser rushed though? Compared, has, compared to Hunley. I, I mean, Kaiser. I, I think coming out of college, Kaiser was a le- looked a bit more of the polished quarterback. I don't know. I mean, Kaiser definitely was the Sean more Kaiser. Kaiser looks very. He looked very much polished, more polished yeah. than Hunley yeah. coming out of UCLA. And even though Joe a lot Callahan. of people really liked Joe Hunley, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, Brett Hunley coming out. Tell me how Tim Boyle made the roster. I don't know. I guess. I guess my thing is Jay Kumaro. That's how. <laughs> They're the future duo, all right? <laughs> like for me, Drive I don't know. I think for me, my 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 Tim thing Boyle's is. Our future. I guess yeah. one of the things Boyle for me, Kumaro. like if if I if I was a coach, I would see okay if if. Say someone that I've had was like the incumbent for a certain position for the longest time. Quarterback. Yeah, I'll just do yeah. the quarterback because that's the key thing. Yeah. If I realize that the next guy in line obviously isn't isn't as good and has different has different strengths than the other guy, it almost seemed in a way like even as as is with Rogers, it seemed that they would that they designed certain things where it allowed Rogers to use his legs at times. I mean some I mean it's easy to look to be like, Oh, he's crap, he's gotta leave because the pocket's not giving yeah. him anything. But I think some, and I could be easily wrong on this again. But it just seemed like it seemed like for a little short stretch of time, it seemed that they were playing to that strength of his legs. My thought, pro- I get with that. That being said, my thinking is I would wonder how if they did keep Brett Hundley hypothetically, and if they did in fact play a little bit to Roger to Rogers' legs, which are good, but you know they're. You combine, you compare his to if you Brett play Hundley's. more of like bootleg plays and like read options, right? Yeah. yeah, right. So my thing is, if you are already running that with Aaron Rodgers, if they were to hypothetically have kept Brett Hundley, and if Rodgers walked, then that's the why offense not ex- that you condense yeah. to, right? Like you, you condense to short passes because Hundley. We did see yeah, a stretch. I think it was it the Steelers game. We almost we almost really well in like a few games. It was like one or two games. Yeah, like the Browns though. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he never did. I saw. I went to that Detroit game. That was sad. I'm sorry. Um, but no, but like he he <laughs> had flashes. Than the Tennessee yeah. game I went to a few, and like you guys back. can attest to this. Like it it was because they called a lot more short passes. Mm-hmm. We were running. It was a it was a good dose of running and throwing. Yeah. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. I think. As a Packer fan, that's something we have to get out of our heads pretty soon. Is it's not Aaron Rodgers, yeah, because but it's going to be a very long time before the league sees anything like Aaron Rodgers again. Okay, but we were, we thought that after Favre too. I'm not saying but that we're no going to find. But no. see, the thing is, is no one thought. No, everyone knew that Brett Favre was a pretty like a a great. I mean, he's obviously a Hall of Famer. I he's guess. a great quarterback, but. I mean, obviously, now looking back at Aaron Rodgers is better than Brett Favre. Yes. Like, I understand your argument, but at the same time, before people still, I'm not saying that people we're still get... thought Brett Favre was like, oh, this guy threw a ton of interceptions. He wasn't a perfect quarterback. No. I, I Aaron got off of that. that. Yeah. People also hated Aaron Rodgers to start. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's not Brett Favre. Right. I'm just as saying. As, no one expected him to do that. As long as. People expected him to stay how he started. As long or as shit. this coaching staff <laughs> stays the same, our offense isn't going to change. McCarthy has shown that yeah. <laughs> over the past We got a new offensive decades. coordinator. Woo! Thanks, it's Joe Philbin. It's the same. Oh, hey, Mike McCarthy's still calling all the damn shots? <laughs> okay. I hope you all like Fireball because that's all we're drinking because I'm Mike McCarthy. Uh, Philbin wants uh, Jack Fire. I want Fireball. We're, we're all drinking Fireball. That's why I like view this. Never had Jack Fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 
<laughs> Moving on from back analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> Moving on from backup quarterbacks. Oh my god. Or to to another backup quarterback. Yeah. Moving on from backup quarterbacks I've to another backup quarterback. Whatever. <laughs> I'm I, tired. I know what you're okay. I get what you're trying to say. You what do you mean? We're obviously recording at three in the morning. Yes, but I, I, after a well night's sleep. <laughs> What's a well night's sleep, honestly? Teddy Bridgewater. Um, for me, anything more than four Teddy Bridgewater. Hours. Teddy Bridgewater was fighting for a starting job in New York for the Jets and was suddenly on the bus, was told he was traded to the New Orleans Saints and was kicked off the bus. <laughs> what? Yeah. That was the greatest story. Pretty I felt bad. I don't know how good. I could feel good oh. and bad for a player at the exact same time. It's like, well, man, I just... I Jets, Jets informed Teddy Bridgewater that he was being traded to New Orleans this afternoon before the team left for Thursday's preseason finale in Philadelphia. Bridgewater then stepped onto the bu- onto the Jets bus to say goodbye to his summer teammates. Wow. Oh. So he didn't get on the bus with them. He just stayed in okay. New York. Okay, because they made it sound like they just kicked him off the bus when the report came they out. All, they, they, he <laughs> goes, bye. The coach gets up and goes up to the front of the bus. All right, guys. So, uh, <laughs> Teddy... You're going to New Orleans. <laughs> and everyone's like, bye, Teddy. And then he just walks off yeah. the bus. I think <laughs> in the middle of some yeah. obscure island. Yeah, they're um, on the freeway. And he just gets off. And he, he's out here wave, trying to wave down cars. That's some crazy old dude. Teddy, like, Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. He's got his gloves on. Yeah. And he's in a he's more... got full, 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 yeah. full uniform. And oh, he's just holding his helmet and yeah. his duffel bags. <laughs> on a more serious note. Yeah. If you haven't seen the money, like the movie Moneyball, which I have, I have not. There's a scene. Oh, I've been, I've, I've met yeah. to. There's it's a scene beautiful. in there where like they they traded a player, yeah. and it was, I think, yeah. a pretty accurate way and of just showing like, mm-hmm. hey, it's a shitty situation. Oh, Did yeah. you guys see a Gio Gonzalez yesterday during his press conference? This first one, he had Brewers gear on, still in Washington because we're playing the Nationals right now. And he had to, and he was saying during his press conference, like how upset he was, like he had built his, like his life in Washington. He's from the area. His yeah. family lives there, and he was like, I, it was so emotional. And wow. he was telling them how sad he was to leave his teammates. And he literally, I think he was choking up. Yeah. And then he goes, <clears throat> but I'm really excited about Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, you don't excited. don't make him say that right now. Like, come on. Yeah. It was really funny, that's, but that's so why, anyway, uh, back to what Tom was talking about. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and basically, some spoilers for you. It was like, uh, I forgot the character names, but Brad Pitt was like, "Hey, hey, John Hill, yeah, go, go trade this guy." And he's like, "But dude, he's like this, yeah, he's dude that's like that's fucked. Like he's got his family's here, all this stuff. They're going to school, yeah. and he was like, here, I'll show you.'" He calls him in and goes, "You've been traded. Your bus leaves tomorrow." Yeah. yeah I mean, wow. It, 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 it's a bit. It is a business first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And but, it was just he was like. And like Brad Pitt's character even like recognized like yeah it sucks, but but you need to happens. be short and sweet yeah. to that. Oh, absolutely. Because you need to be able to move on. You can't yeah. mm-hmm. spend that much yeah. of your day arguing with a player about what happened. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Um. So the reason I bring this up and the reason I want to talk about this on the, on the show is because, to me, Teddy Bridgewater he's coming back from his horrific injury yeah. in Minnesota. Uh huh. And um, I. I really was really mourning that one. I really, <laughs> I really thought that this was gonna be like his spot to kind of show what he can do. He should have started, and then go get. I Hopefully. he I think he he was the starting the starting quarterback in my mind. Like to when me, we made our was. predictions, me, I did my predictions as Teddy Bridgewater as the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. because it, I just thought 
like it just made the most sense. I think he has a lot of talent. I like him coming out of Louisville. Hated that he was in Minnesota, but you know, I I think he has a lot of talent. So I really thought this year was going to be his year to show what he can still do, show that he's able to come back from the injury. And now, and me and Connor kind of already talked about this a little, but now he has to kind of just go back up. Like now he doesn't get to go prove himself necessarily. Like yeah. yes, he has a backup, and yes, he's probably going to be the heir apparent to I think Drew. He's- the only thing is, he's only under a one-year contract. I think he resigns. So yeah. there's a chance that he doesn't. Maybe they go draft someone and then they don't resign. Him. If they go draft somebody, then he's gone. But I think, and that I, and that's where I feel bad for him. Right, but where I like, think, but I think if he if they traded for him, at least in my mind, my thought is, if you're gonna go and trade for this guy who could have easily been the right. starter for the New York Jets, <laughs> right. to sit behind Drew Brees, he better be the heir apparent. Yeah. Right, he better be the heir apparent to Drew Brees yeah. if you're gonna go out and get him. Otherwise, they're just robbing the kid of an of an, of an opportunity to reestablish a, what was a promising. Mm-hmm. I mean, still is a promising yeah. career, but it could have gotten going much faster. So, I, in addition, just real quick, yeah. in addition to Bridgewater, the Jets are sending a sixth round pick to the Saints in exchange for a third round pick. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Jet, I mean, good yeah. for the Jets, man. They're you, uh, yeah, they move talent. up three rounds. Yeah, I think New Orleans wins this if Bridgewater yeah. stays. Yes, I think he almost has to. I, think, I, I completely yeah. agree. When I when I look at this, I see because you said it, it was a really uh, <coughs> my bad uh, a race between the two guys for for the starting spot in yeah. New York. The way I see it is as the New York Jets, you yeah. are looking at these two guys, and then the and st- you're like Josh McCown is on the roster. Yeah, too. but you're looking at these two guys, and you're right. like, okay, we have a a young rookie quarterback mm-hmm. who is healthy. Right. And we have a guy mm. who is coming off of this crazy injury. Right. Do we want to throw him into a starting role right away? And so, yes, in my like mind. Is he a year and a half removed from the injury, though? Like, he came. <laughs> yes, in my mind. And I've, I've said this on the show, so I won't go too much into detail. But I I think yes, because I, I don't believe in rookie quarterbacks starting right away. That's fair. But, I mean. I think that. At well, Cleveland. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Every like year, I, new one. So, I, why that's why I. the program? I really, if I were the Jets, I would have him play the first half of the season at mm-hmm. least, trade him before the deadline, and then throw. What's yeah, his face? I want to go Darnold. off of kids with Yeah, that. go for it. Uh, this is probably an unpopular opinion. I hate QB races. Yeah. What? Because you get... Explain. You get to a point where it's like two guys that are rushing, trying to get better and better quickly, which, like, in theory, sounds great, right? But I don't think you're getting the full time to develop. I think you're rushing yourself to develop right. to try and become a which quarterback is... and start. But you start, you're going to make a lot of mistakes, and then you have this fear of... So what he's saying... I'm, like, no, I, I completely yeah. understand what you're saying, which I could almost build into my point where, like... If you draft a rookie quarterback and you have someone like Josh McCown even, like say they don't even have Bridgewater. Yeah. Wait, name well, Josh McCown, veteran? <laughs> yeah. All-star, all-pro? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> you name v- McCown your yeah. starter. Yeah. And then have these guys compete have, for the Have him – have or have oh, Darnold not compete necessarily for the starting job, but compete – Focus on development. Focus on development. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what, I think, what I'm trying to say. Exactly. I mean, that's what, what I think what, all rookies should do. Yeah, but what he's saying is when you have a quarterback race, especially in the preseason, that's four weeks. You have four weeks right. yes, no, of I, a guy. Although, I mean, super, it, but, it doesn't start the preseason. It's, it's training But what camp. I'm saying, I, I think this is what you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that when these guys are thrown into these quarterback races, they're going to be not focusing on their craft as much. And just trying to do as good as they possibly can, just like 
flat out trying instead of actually yes. going through and like going through the motions, 100%. actually learning how to do. That's things. why I think you name a one number one starter and stick That's with it. Literally the point I was trying to yeah. right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, um, and then like kind of going off that, I think it ruins some aspects of teamwork. It's my stats need to be yeah. better than his stats. So, but I, I mean, better. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, I, I can see that, but it's quarterback. It's like to I quarterback. throw a pick. Am I done? No, well, so no. like, obviously, Tim Boyle's still on the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just kind of. I, I agree with what you're saying, and that's kind of what I was about to get to. Is yeah. like, just name someone, yeah. let them focus, and if he develops and becomes better than who you named the starter. Make the change. I don't. I and I've said this. Like, yeah. I, I don't like rookie quarterbacks starting right yeah. away. Even I if think, they're one hundred. Yeah. Like I really do think Sam Darnold is ready. Yeah. But I don't. It. it I don't. I think it benefits them. Assume, even yeah. even if they're ready, it benefits them way more you to do not like. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He didn't start right away. I don't know. It was week two. two con- but two con- yes. To continue off of that point that I was saying about how. I think that you probably looking at the two guys. You have someone healthy, someone who's coming off an injury. You most likely would want Brewers lost. I know. Um, so sad right now. Uh, <laughs> but I think for definitely, I would agree the Saints win this deal because now the Jets got rid of a guy who has been in the league for years, for some years, even if he was injured. Then you send him off, and now he's on a team behind Drew Brees. What other like? role model quarterback has he ever had to look up to so now he's behind Case one of the Keenum, one of superstar. one of the best quarterbacks to ever play i would say drew Brees is up there sam yes oh, no he's so he's, oh, he's, yeah. so i sam think Bradford, like putting sending him there and giving him the option like giving him just being able to sit behind drew Brees and actually learn from oh, one yeah, of absolutely. the greats is going to help him in his career and like connor said i think he has to be the next guy in line if they re- if they, if they decide, to, which yeah. I think they should, if if they're it's gonna... it's going to come down to what what's going to happen realistically is during the season they're going to look at him in practice, yeah, and they're going to look at him and really assess if that's their guy going forward or and then you know late in the season or later in the season they'll look at where they are standings wise and draft wise, yeah. you know can we get a quarterback where we are can you know can we trade up that kind of stuff so it's going to be interesting. I do agree that going behind Drew Brees obviously is going to be great. Yeah. I think the point that Kiz and I are trying to like reinforce, and I think we collect all the thoughts. Yeah. Yes. Coherent thought is now he's not rushing to get himself into the mindset, not rushing himself to get out of. Oh, I got injured. Am I going to get injured yeah. again? But Sam Darnold is. But no, but he hasn't. Been Sam Darnold's starting now. Yeah, but he's a, but he can take his time. Yeah. He's just going to start. It's not Bridgewater's going to take over. Right. It's hey. Now Bridgewater's in New Orleans. I can do me. Bridgewater can do him, knowing he's not going to start. And Bridgewater just focus should have on getting started in New York, though. And then Josh But what McCown I'm can... saying is, like I was saying, is that he was hurt. He just, I mean, like you said, he isn't just coming off of an injury. But this is his first, like, right. full contact, full everything. Right. It's still going to be in his head. It's, yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter how much time has elapsed. It's he's still He's going to be like, damn, I got this injury. This is, this so? is my first game back. And I mean, he's got to get on the field to... He's got to get on the field to get over that. Okay, yeah, but touchy like example. There's still war vets that have PTSD, no matter how much time has passed. Right. Yeah. So you just go so. Well, no, but you, you have like as far as the quarterback situation, like you have to get back on the field to get over that. Yeah. But that's why I think it would have benefited him to because I the Jets are not, in my opinion, the Jets are not in a position to win this year. No. Especially no. with the Patriots where they are. 
So what? that's why I don't think like Bridgewater could have went in there and without really any consequences got back into football, shown what he can do, get traded to another team, maybe get traded to the Saints late season. I don't know. Like I will say that in the spot in the spotty playing time that he got in his return to Minnesota and even the preseason with the Jets, he Bridgewater looked good. He yeah. I mean, he the legs are still there. He looks good and in a way he reinvented his game where he 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 can rely on his legs if he absolutely has to. Has to but doesn't need. Right. Yeah. But he'll ex- yeah, that's he pretty can, much ex- but he doesn't need to. Right. Because, yeah. Right. I mean, Just he w- build experience right. and confidence but, but, from under. But but, the, uh, but I mean, it, it yes. was it wasn't so much that he was it wasn't so much that he was RG threeing it in his rookie where he was just like he was like oh I can't throw I'm a run Bridgewater always had that ability he was like yeah. I'm a run. And if I can dump it off, I will. Yeah. If not, I'm just going to get the sucker out of bounds. Or if I can get one or two yards, I'm getting down as soon as yeah. possible. So he looked good, and I think he looked good enough to be a starter. However, however, all that being said, regardless if it's a Teddy Bridgewater, a Sam Darnold, yeah. I mean. Whoever it is. Uh, right, um, right. Whoever. Uh, I mean, a uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Brett Hundley, anyone, really. I mean, you can go into it, and you're playing like you're the starter. But I mean you I mean yeah. you guys said it best. And I think I touched on it a little bit on on the previous show too. He now puts himself in a position where you have a really great head coach in Sean Payton. Yes. You're learning from a first ballot Hall of Famer and you know you're learning from a first ballot Hall of, Hall of Famer. It's not so much the fact that he's got to rush his development and everything. He's I mean, from what we've seen, from what he's yeah, yeah, he's developing. What we've seen oh, is that he can play. Yeah. It's just a matter of when will he play? Yeah. When will he play? And for and for who will he play for? My big, I guess, my biggest thing for this, and it kind of and it kind of goes off what you were saying earlier about them. They have them having to look at him in practice and everything like yeah. that. I don't necess- necessarily think they have to because I think they saw enough in the preseason, which warranted them. Trading for him because because at that right. point at that point I'll kind of raise the same thing that you guys raised to me about uh, with the Khalil Mack situation. Obviously, completely different circumstances. Yeah. Two completely different players. Right, we're not right. going back. Completely yeah. Right, right. But right. right. but I'll but I'll but I'll lead it to this. Like he he's on a one year deal. Right. They could have signed. If, I mean, I'm thinking Drew Brees is playing next year regardless. Yeah. But they could have signed Teddy Bridgewater on, in the. In the offseason, or maybe not, because you knew Sam Donald was going to take over that New York Jets job yes. eventually. Yeah. But I think if you make this trade, and it wasn't a massive trade at all, you, you I mean you're getting a very, a still very young quarterback who has a lot of playing time, is really good. If you make that deal, I think you almost have that deal. Underlyingly, automatically says. You're the next guy. Yeah, because Drew Brees doesn't get hurt. Right, they, right. They don't really need a backup. Right, they don't really need a backup. Luke McCown has been pretty solid <laughs> in I mean, the backup position. Right, and I mean, he's a much better, I mean, think about it. If, let's say if Drew Brees got. Miraculously, I don't know if that's the right word because that's usually a good thing. Right, well, like. If he somehow managed right, like, like, I've seen down. him take some massive <laughs> oh, hits. It's yeah. a miracle. Right, yeah. right, but like. Yeah. Heaven exactly, for, I was like, that's like, not Like, heaven a good forbid. Heaven forbid. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees were to go down with an injury, and that alters his playing style for the rest of, for the rest of his career, and he might have to eventually call it quits or something. As it stands right now, the quarterback they have on the roster, will you? Will, do you trust a Luke McCown? Do you trust a Tom Savage, or do you? Or do you? you their other Tom Savage is on the roster. <laughs> I bet he. Or if you go out and get a Teddy Bridgewater, 
Yeah. Like I said, the trade alone is the, is a sign that says, "Hey, you're on a one year deal. Don't worry about it. We're bringing you back. You're our guy once Breeze leaves. It's just a matter of when, but you're our guy. I think that uh, you don't trade for a quarterback to sit behind a quarterback that can that has shown that he can start in the league you, right now just to sit him. I don't think it's a for sure thing. I think it almost has to be because why would you trade for a guy that could start anywhere else Potential. just to sit? Because he has the potential to be the next guy. Okay, so what? I thought about this. So what if we got we got plenty of time? What if they're looking? What what if we're looking at if they're looking at him during practice, or you know during the season, and he hasn't gotten the confidence back because he hasn't played because you know he's still thinking about the injury. But he but he dispelled that all in preseason. Not necessarily. I think he did. I think he did. If he did enough to warrant getting everybody goes all out in preseason. That's I, the only thing. Okay, but, but still, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, saying that he went balls to the wall. What right. I'm saying is he, if he, if he saying, proved like, enough a... to be the starter for the New York Jets, by default he's proved enough to show that he can be the starting quarterback wherever, in even if he's the in the future right. as the heir apparent or I'm now. I'm just saying I don't think – if it was a for sure thing, they would have re-signed him right away. Well, I mean, we I, could – he they really well could too. Like literally tomorrow. Well, yeah, be like, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing. He got injured. Yeah. All all the media focus on is when is he coming back? When is he coming back? Will he start when he comes back? Obviously no, because Case Keenum finally learned how to be a quarterback. Um, goes to, to Case the Jets. Case Keenum was in a good system. Well, I, I have a little off-topic thing I want to talk about. Um, goes to the Jets. Goes straight into New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of emotions and thoughts going on right now. And I, like... Yeah, he just wanted to get I the guarantee boss. he's not stop. <laughs> I guarantee he's like not gonna listen to this. But if he is, just like just do you. And I mm. wish media as a general would stop focusing on when is he gonna play again and just let him be him. Oh well yeah. Let him take the time he needs. Yeah. Let him I, grow and just I don't think when we, he shows up again, just be ready for it. I don't think we are and I don't think we are in this if he was in the Jets, still with the Jets, yes, I would I would in a way agree with you. Now that he's with the new now that he's with the Saints yeah, we're kind of like, yeah, he's an heir apparent. But we don't have to worry about that now because we're still talking Drew Brees. We're still talking that entire Saints team as right. in general. Right. We're pro- we're not thinking about Teddy Bridgewater come week one. We're thinking about that team. It would be different oh, yeah. if he was on the Jets because then we'd be like, oh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater's a starter. But when's Sam Darnold going to start? Or is Josh McCown going to sneak up? And I just it's- think I just think it's beneficial for him to play right now. Like, he needs to get back in the field, even if it's sure. a game or two. Yeah. I mean, I just <clears> – <throat> I'm in a position where it's like, <coughs> just, just let it be. Yeah. Like, I see where you're coming from where, yeah, no one's going to care about him now. But I don't ever want it to be Teddy Bridgewater, fall from grace, was really good, and then got injured. Like, I don't think his story's anywhere near being finished. Can I ask who in God's name ever said that? Yeah. I'm well, just saying. I, I, I see where you're coming from, though, because it's like well, when, when, when he did get hurt, everyone was like, oh, is he even going to come back? When is he going to come back? There was a lot of things He wasn't, like, medical doctor said, you might not be able to play the same way again. You might not be able to do this. So now that he's even here is great. Now everyone's like, oh, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Just give him time. Give him that's No, that's just the, that's the society and that's the football world, the sports world that we live in, though. And that's just the media. That's just, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say that's how we are, but that's how we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how we are. don't want him to feel that, like, well, now he doesn't. I can't. <laughs> just, <laughs> now he's a backup. <laughs> it's just, I'm not too focused on him. I just want him to get back, and I'll be excited when he is back. Hmm. But I don't want there to be, well, where's he going to play? 
Is Drew Brees going to retire? Is he going to, like, all this stuff. Like, all right. don't make any drama there. All right. Can I go on my side up before we switch sports? Yeah, go for it. I really want Case Keenum to do well this season. But he won't. I really want him to. Why do you want him to? Because I shat on him so much last oh, season. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But he won games. Yeah. He won games. Like, <laughs> Did he I, win games or did his offense win games? He won games. He is part of that offense. Believe yes. Believe it or not. But I think the offense as a whole did it and not him. He won games. Who do you give credit to the win at the in the playoffs? Him or Stephon Diggs? Him. The Someone defender. had to get the ball to Stephon Diggs. To be true. To be true. Marcus Williams. He's at 500% correct. Let me just I, head first. That's a flag this what? season, by the way. You know if what? he tried to make that tackle this season, that's a flag. Same with Anthony Barr. You know what? True. I'm I'm going to bring you on. Midway through the season, I mean, you'll be you'll be on a call a lot, but like specifically, I'm gonna bring you on around midway through the season because I am honestly curious about Case Keenum. I think he does have the potential to be a good quarterback, but I really, truly believe him and Sam Bradford were only products of the system last year. Sam Bradford, I'd agree. Why is Case Keenum any different? Because they both played on the Rams under Jeff Fisher, were shit, and then came and played. You're for saying Pat that Schirmer. like Jeff Fisher is just. And no, I'll no, no, be no, all no, no, coach. No, 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 no. I'm just using it for comparative reasons. Yeah. They both played under him. They were both equally bad. They both went under Pat Shermer. They were both equally pretty good. Now I don't think that... Confident. Now I... Except Bradford got injured. So fuck Bradford. Also, Case Keenum... <laughs> Case Keenum doesn't have a running back in Denver. Moving on. Doesn't need one. He just needs to be able to throw. He just needs to be able to throw the ball five yards. And if you can't fucking do that in the NFL, why are you there? Then yes, you are shit. Then you are Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford can't do shit, never could do shit, never Because will do Sam Bradford shit. was always fucking hurt. We were always Thank okay. you. He, he that's no, reinforcing that's, my point. No, no it doesn't. So that invalidates better. That invalidates. Do no, that no, that in, that invalidates your point. Up. You can't say Sam Bradford's a bad quarterback because he. You can't say he's, he's a bad quarterback because he's injured. Therefore, he hasn't done shit. You he's, can't. No, base, I'm not saying that. I'm saying. I'm not. He, I'm not, he, I'm he not saying say you that. did. You did. You did not say that. I he definitely did. said that. Yeah. I'm gonna say that everything okay. invalidates the to Sam Bradford real point. Quick, yeah. If you're injury prone, I'm gonna think you're a shitty player no matter what. We were literally just talking about how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers need a running game, and then you just and then you say you just tear down running game. You don't need a running game to throw the ball quick slants every play. So you want to be completely one dimensional? Yeah, why not? That's what the Vikings. Enough football because I do want to talk some baseball uh, real quick before we wrap this up. Um, oh, pause. One <laughs> pause. So is Oakland just going to give all their players to NFC North teams eventually, or like? What was the other one? Uh, I forgot his name. Running back that doesn't start in Minnesota. Oh, um, Latavius Murray. Murray. Yeah. They signed Murray. him in free agency. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> and plus we gave them Jordy Nelson. <laughs> all right, so I I clearly understand what's happening here. Huh. Uh, we're just conspiring. We're going to make Oakland better with old vets, and they're just going to give us their newer, younger players. Got it. And by us, he <laughs> means the entire division. Yeah, the entire division. <laughs> so on Friday, yeah. while the Brewers were in Washington, oh. they made three, not one, not two, not th- not, not three, one, but three. Not two, not four. I was, I was re- I'm in the New Day mindset right now. Not one, not two, but three. Trades, yep. waiver trades, because we're past the trade deadline, which 
makes not a I lot of sense to me. That. Yeah. But it's cool because we get two deadlines. Yeah. Um, we made three <laughs> trades. What's the point? I know. <laughs> Why don't you just have one? People panic <laughs> after the first one, then it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, just, just, just open a lot it, of time. You know? um, so this wasn't the first one, but this is the one I most wanted to. So the other two, the, the first two really, the first two trades were the Brewers got... Um, I have to go down for it. For, okay, so, nope, that's not it now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had it earlier, and Just then I went away from it. You know what, Tom? Here it is. Okay, so the first, they got outfielder Curtis Granderson from the Blue Which Jays. I am very happy about I'm very happy about I love that, dude. Zach looked at us like, why? Yeah. But, like, but no. at first I was also too. But, like, you think about it. No, it makes... A lot of sense. I looked at our roster. We have three outfielders on well, our and, roster right now. And with Zach's argument, he was like, oh, we have Hernan Perez. And we have Eric Thames. Eric Thames is a first baseman. Let's not act like he plays anywhere else. He's not. I don't like him. Hernan sure he Perez is a solid IO. player yes. anywhere on the field. But He's having, not exclusively an outfielder. But, but having, having veteran an exclusive yeah. veteran outfielder like Curtis Granderson, mm-hmm. who has been playing good and this season. And if nothing else, I don't, honestly, he... like. He's been in the postseason. He, he's yeah. been he's, in playoffs. He's going to be a bench bat for us more, more which, often than not. Yeah, which but, is we need him in those big moments late yeah. in games off the bench. But yeah. at the same time, we can if just the way I look at it, when we look at this, the Brewers team, we can have Yelich, Kane, and, and Granderson. Curtis Granderson yeah. in our outfield. Where do you put Yelich? I thought you were going to say Brown, and I was like, who cares? No, I yeah, almost no. feel like left. <laughs> I almost feel like he goes in left. Yeah, I was thinking about this because, like, I kind of want his arm and right. I, but at but the, at the same time, you have Granderson. So. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so it's he was tough. one of them. Yeah. We traded a Which couple minor well, leaguers for him. <laughs> yeah, and then we also got another reliever from the White Sox. Thanks, Connor. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Xavier Sedano. I keep saying that wrong. Sedano. Sedano? <laughs> As I have written in my notes. Um, and we got him. He's a lefty out of the bullpen that's takes going him, takes him It's going to take, yeah, off of Hayter and Jennings, and hopefully more Jennings than <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for taking a bunch of players that we need off the roster so we can get some more prospects. We, yeah, no problem. On behalf of the White Sox, we appreciate that. Yeah, because we have a pretty strong pipeline, so you're probably getting some good players. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you seen our farm system? Yeah. yeah. So, but the, for the, but the big right. trade, the one that I actually want to talk about, the one that I am ecstatic Hallelujah. for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Brewers... To quote The Rock, finally, a starting pitcher has come back to Milwaukee. Come back? They ever got one to begin with? (laughs) Never since that Grinky left. I Uh, thought since I see Anyway, (laughs) we got. We literally got from ninety feet away from the other bullpen or from the other dugout. We got Gio Gonzalez from the Washington. Nationals. It was really just walked out. No, they so they showed him after the trade. They showed him sitting there because everyone else was in on defense. They showed him kind of sitting there. I don't think they told him yet because he was just kind of sitting there enjoying. Maybe they did. Maybe he was like looking at the field and whatever. Yeah, because they they put up a little graphic reportedly traded to the Brewers, and then apparently right after that inning, he said goodbye to people and then walked through the tunnel back into the Brewers clubhouse. Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's. Really, I I really wish it would have been awesome. Just right across middle of the in game, the, just like no, 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 me, guys. <laughs> in the middle of an inning, just like get up, hey, leave, whoa. and walk, walk yeah. to the All other side. All the way side. to home plate. Todd just starts stripping down, taking <laughs> yeah. off his sweatshirt. He's got and a Brewers jersey under his Nationals jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a Superman. So yeah, the Brewers have. We have a new starting pitcher. Yeah. And words, honestly, words I never thought words. I would say. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> like all all offseason, I'm sure people are sick of me saying this, but we've needed a starting pitcher this whole time. And because yes, I love Yoli's Chessin. And I think now we're like 19 20 and 9 now with him as a starter. He's good. He's good. He's our best pitcher right yes. now. Yes, hands down. But now we have another guy who's yeah. a veteran yeah. who's pitched in the postseason. Proven postseason he's arm. Correct. Proven, and even though he's having a down year, change of scenery could yeah. help a lot. Yeah. Winning culture could help yeah. a lot. Run support, he hasn't yeah. really gotten that. City yeah. of beer. <laughs> could oh, help a lot. Who knows? I think mean, Gio Gonzalez. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> I always play beer pong better drunk. <laughs> 90 miles. <laughs> right down the middle every time. Hits the corners every time. <laughs> Y'all yeah, oh like to say God. that with somebody at the car that takes you 450 feet deep. <laughs> 90 down the zone. It, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm just I'm just yeah, ecstatic. I mean, I, I think it's definitely something that we have uh, obviously needed all season, and it is wonderful that we've finally done it. Um, mm-hmm. It is, well, we have like two months, one month left yep. in the actual season. September. Yeah. Is, yeah. This is it. So, yeah, this is it. Uh, Sad that it took us this long. Yes. But I'm also going? happy that we finally did it. Yeah. So Because honestly, okay, hypothetically, obviously he's going to need a couple starts. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how he does. But right now, uh, I'll, all three of you can answer this. If no. we if oh, if we were to go to a wild card game, yeah. one game. Mm-hmm. We can win? Yes. Do you pitch <laughs> Do you pitch Chassin or do you pitch Gonzalez? Gio. I think like you said. I, it's tough. It's because really like tough. you said, it's, like you said, I feel like we, we kind of have, have to see, see him yeah. pitch first. That, Honestly, yeah. but I do. I kind of agree with Connor. Yeah, I because lean, he does have the experience. I lean towards that's, Gio. That's the only yeah. thing. I think this is why. Like if if if, if let's say they traded him, if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, they're in. Right. You traded him to get into the playoffs. You traded him in the event if they're still sitting in the wild card. You got to get in. Yep. Yeah. This is why you traded for Gio Gonzalez. Absolutely. So if they are in that wild card game, you send him. Yeah. Because of that experience, because yeah, of yeah. because you know how he is in the postseason, and because if you get him there, and if he wins you that game, you go into game one of the, of the NLDS with Chassin, and you have a pretty good shot at winning and going yeah. ahead in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think? I agree. There's yeah. Not much to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I. How do you th- how do you guys think this impacts the Brewers' postseason chances? Because before I was talking to Zach about this, I don't know yeah. if I talked to you about I it at know. all, but I I was shaky. Like yeah. I still think we can get a wild card. I still yeah. I still fully believe we can get a wild card, and I honestly believe that we can make a push yeah. for the division. We're four and a half back, yeah, and no. we have two series left with the yeah, with, with the, the Cubs. Cubs. Yeah, right. yeah. So like it's possible. It's gonna be difficult, but it, yeah. I at least think that we're so. How do you think that impacts? The playoff push. I will say that I there was one point this season where I felt like the Brewers might not make the playoffs. All right, and that was that all after the All Star break, good old fashioned Brewers after the All Star break slump where we could not win for the life of us. Yep. <laughs> but now, even even now, I mean, the last couple weeks or so, we're playing baseball like we mm-hmm. were in the beginning of the season. So. 
if the Brewers can continue to play that way, hopefully mm-hmm. we will. I I mean, I think, as I've thought the whole season, we will make the playoffs, and I, I don't think it's really too far out of the question, whether I, it be wild card or right. winning the division. I think adding a starting picture, uh, picture sorry, yeah. I'm tired, yeah. uh, pitcher, um, really says more that we're, we we're think we're going to the playoffs yeah. <laughs> instead of, we Making three moves in one day yeah. shows yeah. you that they're still being aggressive. Yeah. That we yeah. want it and we should get it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. agree. Pretty much. My – I think them getting Joe Gonzalez obviously means that, yeah, they're this. They're, they're gunning they're, for yeah, it. Yeah. Like, with, without right. a shadow of a doubt, they're gunning for it. What this does, what this does though, if, if, the, if the question is – or some sort of question is, how do I feel about their postseason chances now, whether or not they're going to make the playoffs? I had this opinion before the trades, I and my opinion is almost 200% fortified after these trades. Given the state of the wild card races, given the state of the division right now, and you mentioned the Cubs series, this upcoming one with them, Despite them having another one with the Cubs, and I'm pretty sure they have a have a series or two with the with the Cardinals coming up soon too. Like one, is yeah. it just one? We played them a lot. In the okay, of the season. Yeah. But yeah, but I think this upcoming series with the Cubs, it's make or it, break. It, yeah. it is make or break. Yeah, because if because right now the Cubs the Cubs are going on that roll where, yeah. and they're 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 getting on a roll. They're playing. They're getting back to that Cubs to that consistent Cubs baseball. And they're getting help because Chris Bryant is coming back. It just got yes. re- came back to the and team. His replacement, I still can't remember his name, but whoever, like he's been playing good too. So like if right. they can if they can work him into that because now Hayward's hurt. So if they can keep him maybe in right field or something. Right, and the Cubs have something that the Brewers finally just added, which is depth. Yeah, the Cubs seem to be masters at depth. Where yes. any where if they got to get a pinch hitter or do a weird defensive positioning. They can, they can afford to do it because they are loaded depth wise. Yeah. This upcoming series will make or break the season because because they need. I don't want to say the Cubs are like low because I just said they're you know yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're heating they're, up. They're on it, yeah. If you throw them off their game, yeah. and make them worry like okay, yeah, like we thought we had the division. Yeah. Here they are. What like hypothetically speaking, if if the Bre- if the Cubs come into Miller Park and the Brewers sweep them out of yeah. it, they're. they're Hypothetically speaking, I know, I know. but hypothetically <laughs> wow. speaking, if if they do that, they're what a game and a half, a game out. You want well, to? I mean, you said they're four and a half behind, right? Now it's five. Oh, five. Yeah. I well, if I mean, Either if you way, yeah. if you if you put that thought in their head that because I think right now, in all honesty, I think the Cubs are already said that the division's ours. Yeah, they're make, probably getting relaxed at this point. Yeah. Right. Make them make them. Although Joe Mad might not let them. They, no, yeah, I'm gonna say a manager like Joe Mad is not gonna let them. <laughs> but make them worry about you. <laughs> make them worry about you and yes. make and force and make them force yeah. the issue. For sure. And then and even if they win these win these games, if they don't win the division, that helps them better out in the wild card. You just gotta hope yes. the other teams in baseball slow down the Cardinals. Yeah. I just wish we could go back to the old days where the Cubs sucked and I never had to worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Try being a White Sox fan in the, in the last 108 years. I just like. <laughs> I just want to go back to 2005. Yeah, well, I, mean, <laughs> I definitely agree with Connor. Like we, we, the Brewers have for sure 100 gotten this team to be deeper than it has ever been before. Yeah, 110. Yeah. Like there's no doubt about it. Um, 
And especially, like, we have, like he said, the Cubs seem like they could just plug guys in. Like, oh, this guy needs to come out of the game. Let's put someone in. We have easy a million guys who can go in that position. Now the Brewers are the same way. Yeah. I mean, outfield, we can shift guys over if we need to. If we need to put, like, say, I don't know, we have somebody in the outfield that we need to take out. We can throw someone in right. We have Thames. We have Perez. And we also have Granderson now mm-hmm. if he's coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. And Bron- then we have... Braun can play a little bit of right if need Bron be. Braun can play right. Mm-hmm. Braun can... Then again, Braun can play first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thames can play first. Mm-hmm. Hernan can play... Okay, Shaw. let's let's just... Let, yeah, first Shaw. of all, let's get Hernan out of the way because he can play literally anywhere on the field. He has pitched three times this year now. Yeah. So my thing is, is yeah, like we're, we're just as deep, if not deeper than the Cubs at this point. Mm-hmm. Because we have guys who can literally play anywhere yes. on the field. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Going into this Cubs series, if if we can play as good as we possibly can, and if we can pull out the sweep, which would be amazing, they gotta at least get two. They gotta yeah. win the series. Yes, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, losing the series is going to. Hurt. I mean, yeah. if there's whoever just gonna... loses the series, it's gonna hurt them hands down. I mean, I right because the like, Brewers more so. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yes, they're gonna feel defeated if they lose this. Series. Um. Yeah. So. So going forward, they start the. They start the series with Chicago today. Yeah. And then so three game series, three game against San Francisco at home. They're out. They they're completely out of it. They're just playing spoiler. In so. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Pittsburgh at home. Okay. Cincinnati at home. In Pittsburgh, in St. Louis. Those two in Pittsburgh in St. Louis. That could be That then, series against St. Louis. Is, and then we yeah. end the series or end the season against Detroit at home. Huh. Weird. What? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. In, yeah, that's why I've been confused for the past five minutes. I like all this variety. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it could be like the Brewers are going to have to win this. Like, yeah, there's no way is, in uh, hell yeah. that this is going to be handed to them. If you're making yeah, no. a push, this is the series. To start yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And if you don't start at this series, I think that you're a little late. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. That much harder. Yeah, Just missed the wild card by a little bit again. Because yeah. St. Louis is not messing around, so they need to get the series. They yeah. absolutely, and it's not so much to say, oh, you got to get the series just to stick it to the Cubs and make a yeah, division no, race. A, they, they need to get wins yeah. in that. And not win only column. not only St. Louis, but Arizona's only a game and a half back. Right. Of us. They, Same with the, L- yep. the Dodgers. <laughs> exactly, and we all and they what yeah. World Series finals. Mm-hmm. They got the Brewers. Got to get wins. This I, is the series to do it. Looking forward, though. Even if miraculously we still don't make the wild card this season, one of my biggest thing is because I've been watching Brewers for like very little on is that I just want to see them in a World Series, hopefully even win a World Series, and I don't think I've ever been as excited as a Brewers fan. Yeah, except for these yeah. past few yeah, seasons. I agree. We keep growing. We keep getting younger. Yeah. Absolutely, more potential. I haven't I been this excited since 2010. Yeah, even if 2011. Even if we don't do it this season, I think the key for the Brewers from here on out, keep the trend. we need 110%. I don't care what we have to do. We need to keep Christian Yelich on this <laughs> roster. We have him. Hands down. We have him for five years. Okay, but still, even moving forward after that, he needs to be oh, on absolutely. this team. Like, he's, he's our future. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, he is what Ryan Braun was. I agree, Travis Shaw also. Came out. But I mean, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Travis Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. This we I mean, need Aguilar. to try and keep this team for as long as we can. This, keep co- this team. If, if, if for whatever <laughs> Aguilar, Shaw, Yelich, like those are the big three. If for honestly. whatever reason, for whatever reason, the Brewers <coughs> don't make the postseason this year, 
They need to they need to maintain the majority of this core. Obviously, the question yeah. is what you do with Mustakis and in, in that deal. But they right. need, but they need we to. We don't really need him. But, but it's nice to have. Him. Right. But they, <laughs> Honestly, need to, but they need yeah. to maintain Ooh, this core. That sculpt it, deal actually makes sense going forward because if, yeah. if we don't keep Mustakis, then Shaw can go back to third yeah. and we can right. have sculpt at second. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway. maintain this core. And at that point, they're just a couple free agent free agents signings away from oh, yeah. Yeah. pushing for the actual division. Yeah. Division. Right. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some segments. And hopefully you guys actually, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I told some people, I say, if you don't, it's fine. Uh, winners and losers. Do you have some prepared, Connor? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, he does. Go ahead and start. Go. To, what's your winner? Have an idea for this. What's your winner? <laughs> uh, uh, winner? Yeah, winner. Hope. Hope? Yes. Hope. Well, like that. Because. <laughs> I was going to guess the, the goal I mean, for I was, the women's. I was. The what? <laughs> Oh no 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 not hope solo. <laughs> hope is the winner. Hope solo. I thought maybe she is, no. Okay, I've been very impressed lately. No, hope but is no. But in all honesty, but in all honesty though, I mean, I wasn't really expecting much from the business, and I was expecting another season of development. Right. And I and I even said on the show like best case scenario, ultimate best case scenario is they pull exactly what the Rams did when they made their co- when they made their coaching change. Oh. Like that's what I I just said best right. case scenario. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I said they had a growing defense and everything like that. Mm-hmm. The Khalil Mack trade in my opinion, at, like I mentioned earlier, adds to that defense and it it get, the reason I say hope is because it puts us in games. To the point where, yeah, this is still still. I don't want to say it's a development year for Trubisky because he's he's the guy, he's the starting guy. But he now he if the defense can hold opposing teams to not scoring a whole lot, more so than they already were. Trubisky literally all he has to do is just enough to put us in the range to win. And the def, and the defense they they can stop offenses and they can even score. So it gives it gives me a little bit more hope for this season because they're going to be an enter- I mean they're already going to be an entertaining team to watch but now they're going to be more entertaining and it even gives me more hope for a division that I think all of us can agree is is one of if not either it's one of already is or about to be the best division in all of the in all of football I think it's the best the East is still the most competitive because they're all close mm-hmm. but as far as Who's the best? We are definitely the best. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I've, I, I think the East are all closer together, but they're not as good as we are. Right. Like we have, I'd say at this point, two top heavy teams, one team who is really close, and then the Lions who can still win games. Right. A, a, com- a competitive, an on the rise team, a competitive team, and two teams that are Super Bowl contenders. Right. Yes. So I don't know. I have a lot of hope for the Bears. For the Bears, I mean, I'm as I'm, you should. <laughs> I mean, I'm very. I mean, I was excited to watch the season regardless, but right. I'm, but somehow I'm, the NFC South is still going to be better than <laughs> the Panthers. Never uh, with Cam Newton as quarterback, the pan the Panthers have never had back to back winning seasons <laughs> ever. Yikes! So eight and eight season. I need in him. Carolina. Can this be the season where he does well? Because he's my starting quarterback in one of my leagues. <laughs> Can this be the season? Sorry that... to break it to you, Connor. Should have drafted Deshaun and Ernest, man. I don't know what you were thinking. Do you guys want to do winners? I mean, yeah, I got one. If yeah, you got, yeah, I go also ahead. Have one if you want to go. go ahead. You yeah. want me to go we'll first? Go order, yeah. My winner tonight is um, indie wrestling. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> yes. Because good. we watched the All In pay per view tonight, um, which was phenomenal. Um, so good. Just like 
I, I've never, I will be completely honest, I never really had watched too much indie wrestling before this. <laughs> never really got super into it. But I will say that this pay-per-view tonight that we watched has gotten me as far into it as I will ever be, and I don't think I will be going away. Because there was so many good matches. Like, every match that we watched was amazing. Like, they yeah. were flawless. I mean, I wouldn't say flawless. So flawless. There's a few a few little things that might have been wrong. But yeah. the moments that were there more than made up for it. Yeah. Like, we that, that final match, just that's the one oh. that stuck with me. The Young Bucks and Kota... Kota versus Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and um, Bambino. Bandito. Was it, was Bandito. It? Bandito. Yeah, uh, Bandito. Correction. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Who was dressed like Wolverine. Tonight. Yeah, he was, he was dressed like Wolverine. That it's, match. That match was <laughs> amazing. Yes. Like, there's no other way to describe it, and I think indie wrestling definitely takes the dub today. All right, Tom. Uh, that's, that's not my, even. That's by... mine. Don't take that. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, <laughs> that's funny. That would have been hilarious. Uh, where was it going? I I'm not going to say a team because I don't, I'm not sure what team won yet, but Khalil Mack definitely was the winner. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Any, anytime somebody secures the bag, they win. <laughs> Automatically. If you're getting $60 million to sign a piece of paper S-T-B. with 90 guarantees, you're the winner. Yeah. Absolutely. My winner is the Wisconsin Badgers because uh, Friday night they opened their college football season and killed Western Kentucky. 34. Saturday, Warhawks. 34. Yes. Saturday, they, yeah, Warhawks. What was it? Uh, 38-6. 38-6. Nice. A pretty similar score. Against yeah. Dubuque out of Iowa. Right. Oh, so home opener against Concordia Moorhead. The team that yep. <laughs> made us look kind of silly in a, in a non-conference game last <clears throat> season. Except well. it's at home, so, so they can – Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know, man. We lost in the quarterfinals in the playoffs uh, a couple seasons ago to James. Honestly, I'm just like, that doesn't like. Horningbrook looked decent for the beginning of the season. I think he'll develop, uh, not develop, but he'll get back into the swing yeah. of things as the season goes on. He 17-29. Yeah, not, not too bad. Not bad at all. No interceptions. That's the key for Horningbrook. Green Bay drafted. What? Go on. <laughs> Come on. Don't do that. Um, and then obviously <laughs> – Heisman favorite, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, 18 rushes, 145 <laughs> yards with two touchdowns. Can we draft Jonathan Taylor? Oh, I want us to draft our, our Wisconsin running back every year. That'd be perfect. And then we and then we don't. <laughs> and then I can't Fair just play as a green and a red jersey. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Wisconsin college sports, most likely college, or more specifically college football, wins for me today. Losers. Connor, you got a loser? Oh, I have a funny one. Oh, no. Let him go. Go. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Let him go. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting to wait my turn. Don't, nah. so, Don't steal mine. college football is uh, your winner. Yeah. It's also my loser. Mine is Wisconsin sports. For the <laughs> second year in a row, Texas gets upset by Maryland in their season opener. Wait, really? Yes. They lost 34-29. to Two years in a row. That happened last year. That's awesome. Number 23, top 25 team, loses to unranked Maryland season opener two years in a row. Oh, wow. Wow. Go long. Hook them, horns. (laughs) (laughs) That's disappointing. Yeah. There's Um, only two teams that Maryland has beat twice since 2015. Rutgers. In Texas. Yikes. All right. 
either you got one you want to want to jump in? i do okay um you don't have to go too into yeah into no it. i my my thing is like mostly a general statement but specifically applies to one situation this past week i learned something about one of my favorite bands um this mm. also applies to a lot of other just pop culture people anyone out there actually um just be smart and like don't be an idiot. Make good decisions. And when you have people who look up to you, you need to be a good role model. And it can really mess with people when they realize that you guys are not decent people. Can you explain to me? I will explain to you later because okay. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to bring it up That's, on here. Yeah. But um, anyways, my thing is the losers, in my mind, are the people who make bad decisions and are terrible people. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> Connor, can you just spoil all of all in? <clears throat> like the losers are literally this. this, this. <laughs> well, if people don't want it spoiled, they definitely should go on the Twitter page. <laughs> but uh, my loser, my bank account. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I got one, two, three, four, in my bank account. What? Oh my me and kids, me and kids both yeah. bought oh two jerseys. We just sold out today. We both yeah. bought some jerseys. No. Bought, bought myself a yep. Christian Yelich jersey. I also uh, bought a Christian Yelich no. jersey. And uh, Jeff Bagwell. I no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my bank account because I mean, we have the we got the Brewers game we got to go to. Yep. Um, we paid so school, much for tickets. Uh, food there and everything, obviously that much. Yeah. We're probably gonna pay pay for more for food than the actual tickets. Someone needs to drive home. Nah. <laughs> um. I'm, anyways, anyways, yeah. But no, my loser. Thanks, kid. No, I would say my loser is my bank account be, uh, be, because. I look, like I was talking about earlier, there's so much there's so much cool stuff that are happening specifically in September yeah. or relatively close in the next few months that I'm yeah. trying to like do right away. Like there's a concert that I'm that I'm either hopefully getting as a birthday present or I'm just gonna do it myself because I mean we all know how much I how much I uh I want to meet, you know, one of my favorite rap artists, Kyle, without a shadow of a doubt. Um I'm right here. <laughs> you don't rap, I rap. <clears throat> oh my god. No, I don't. Oh my I God. do rap. I have a couple. Uh, look up Kyle on Spotify. You'll find me. All right. Just oh, so you're a black dude with curly hair, and all right, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I'm best friends and, with Lil Yachty. Yes. And also, this is a podcast. They don't know what I look like. <laughs> and also, uh, I say, yeah, I say that I'm going to say this while I do the following. Kids, please slide that table over here real quick. What? Um, you'll, you'll see what I, I don't mean. know what's happening. No, no. I'm glad I, this visual gag is going to go Yeah, over it's well. going to go really great on this audio if, podcast. If they can hear this, oh, this is me knocking on wood because this is who my other loser is. Wood? The rest... <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> the, the rest of everybody on Whitewater's football schedule because I think I honestly do think and I'm not saying and am I saying this because I've watched this football team literally since my freshman year I've been able and I've been fortunate to, to call football games since my sophomore year a little bit but you know I was, I was able to look at a little bit of the performance you know from the Whitewater game against Dubuque and Alex Pete had four touchdowns in a game the, the sophomore running back and I don't know if you guys remember though 
we seem to be really good at having a really good running back. Yes. We had Dennis Moore, mm-hmm. still have Jared Ware. Yep. We had Drew Patterson. Oh, Patterson. Who was just lights out. He was really fun my freshman year. I liked him. You know, and the, and, and the funny thing is, after last year where we had, a, you know, by our standards, an underwhelming year at 7-3. and three, going, going, say, Yeah. Going, yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, it was a bad year. A <laughs> right. We were still ranked for a little bit. Right. Now we're number 12. I think... I think I, I the reason I call the call the other teams losers or potential losers here is because I think other people saw last year and even though we closed out the season on the seven game win streak, people are kind of ones like, oh, there's the blueprint. It's finally out. The full fledged piece together blueprint from piece together the last few years. We know how to expose the team. I honestly do think that this is the year. I don't think that we're necessarily gonna like go absolute world beaters, but I think this is the year where I think we're gonna make a lot of noise. The Whitewater football team. I mean, so. If we won another national championship, that'd be pretty. I would love a national think, championship before I graduate. Honestly, <laughs> specifically, I think this coaching staff is just going to be pissed about last year. I think the players. And and, I yeah, think the players exactly. and the coaches. Just the coaches. Players well, no, it's good, good, I, I coaches specifically because their longevity here, like play, you know. But yeah, I I agree. I, I think, think this will be the best year in the Kevin Bolas era of Warhawk football. Today might be this year could be the best because I think, would hope so. I. Yeah. I I want us to challenge for national championship again, and I think Fantastic. I think we I think we might be able to do it. So, I mean, obviously it's just week one. I don't want to go into to just major reactions, but I can't wait to to, to call that football game uh, this upcoming Saturday when we take on Concordia Moorhead. It's going to be super weird as well because it's the final year I get to call mm. Warhawk football. So. I was going to say something, but I don't know if I want it to be like recorded. So I'll say it after. <laughs> oh my god! My loser today is Corey Coleman. <laughs> Because Corey Coleman, uh, as we saw on HBO Hard Knocks for the Browns, wanted out of Cleveland for some reason. He didn't like the culture or something. Maybe he thought he wasn't going to get a starting job, whatever. He wanted to get traded out of Cleveland. So they traded, they trade, the Browns traded Coleman to the uh, Buffalo Bills. And then apparently Coleman did not make the 53 man roster for the Buffalo Bills. So. Yes, he might not have wanted to be on a bad team, but But now he's not not even on a team. So, sucks for you, Corey Coleman. Should have sucked it up. You're the loser today. One last thing from Connor and then me, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, you can do a quick one. Yeah, one last thing. Case Keenum doesn't need a running game (laughs) because he's going to create one. They're going to be like, wow, this guy throws for five yards every play. I'm going to guard every receiver man to man. Boom. Connor, what's Boom. your what's your running one back? Thing? Out of no Connor, what's first downs. That's his game. First downs into a touchdown. Lord, um, my one last thing, and it, on the off chance that on the off chance that any you know new Warhawks, whether it's a transfer, whether it's a freshman, whether it's someone coming from you from from U Rock, now that that ex, now that that. Oh, so you mean extra UWW? Anyway, the free Take version. Take a word from Connor's book, real quick. <laughs> anyway, I like, I, li- I like that. Anyway, I like that. But no, I want. But no, I want to say to them if they are listening to one, welcome. Uh, two, I honestly hope that you guys do enjoy it here. And three, and this is the part where I get to really shamelessly plug stuff here. Um. Hawk Talk is back. For those of you who listen and know what I'm about. 
Um, Warhawk football is back on UWWTV. Um, so much good stuff is happening. We're going uh, the Brewers game. Um, oh, right. Oh, you want one more? You want one? Two last thing and three last thing and four last thing. <laughs> no, no, I don't think any of the sentences ended. It's just one long run on okay. sentence. Therefore, it's still one. That's thing. fine. Long story short, all that. I mean, well, I mean, welcome to all, welcome to all the new Warhawks. I hope you guys are excited, and I'm very excited for us to go to, to go to this uh, Brewers game t- tomorrow. Tomorrow. Actually. It's actually, it's actually Tuesday happening. night. It's like, going to be so oh, great. I apologize ahead of time to my teachers on, 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 on Wednesday show. morning. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm going to be dead tired half the time. You're really, really tired. Got home late. That's it, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. We have class in the morning. We have to get up a little earlier. It, it's fine. It's, you know, that's the only reason we're tired. My one last thing um, now that football season is upon us, yes. um, and because me and Connor happen to be in three different fantasy football leagues together, I'm in four. I'm in four. Also, one of them is with people that no one else, I, people from like Appleton and shit. But um, so I'm in four leagues. That's a dynasty league, so I actually have to like take that one seriously. It's a five year league. Um, yeah, yeah like, so yeah. Uh, I'm actually that? excited. You get like three keepers, and I, okay. it's what it. But yeah, so. I'm really into fantasy football this year. Me and Connor are going to be very involved, especially with each other in fantasy football. So I want to do fantasy football Friday. Uh We're like towards the end of the episode on Fridays. We'll literally just like quickly recap kind of how we both did like our MVPs maybe for the week. And then what we, and then who we think will be doing good that weekend. We'll figure it out eventually, but yeah. Week one's this week, ain't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. Holy crap. (sighs) Thursday. Thursday is the first game. Falcons Eagles. So, yeah. I feel, for the game this I feel almost compelled to do a Hawk Talk this week just for the sole fact of predicting games because... Uh, we do it on Thursday. Yeah. Are we going to actually keep track of Thursday? We can talk about this later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look forward to that uh, Fantasy Football Friday. And uh, the football's back. <laughs> I'll say it until football's not back anymore. <laughs> Connor, go ahead and take us out. Week 17, football's back. <laughs> Connor, take us out. Yeah, so... Uh, for following us on the podcast, obviously on iTunes, definitely look us up at First Round KO. Give us a, give us a five star rating, give us a review. But before that, you want to make sure you subscribe as well. On SoundCloud, find us at the same name. Give us a heart, give us a follow, whatever SoundCloud does, and do the same equivalent to that on Stitcher, as we are equally on that. For following the Twitter page for the podcast, follow us at FRKO Podcast. And before we get to before we get to Kyle and I, it's the other Kyle. Yeah, it's the other Kyle. Uh, sh- shout out for myself, actually, and for myself and Kyle Olson. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Glanick. That is K Y L E G L A I N Y K. And at Here We Go Yelich for all your Christian Yelich updates and anything to do with the greatest player in Major League Baseball. Yes. Literally, anytime he does anything, we tweet. So. Go follow, follow, here we go, I Yelich. I followed it. Didn't even know they ran it. I saw, here we go, Yelich, <laughs> and was like, oh, dude, that sounds like something Kyle would like. And I liked it. And I was like, dude, I'm down for Yelich updates. And then Kyle goes, yeah, that's us. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Oh. Anyway, oh. Tom. Anyway, uh, if you like some edgy tweets and memes, and also I keep bops. pretty uh, bops only, Keep pretty up to date with stuff on sports on there as well. It's uh, at Tom First T zero M one S 
NFT. Uh, bop of the week would be Overdose by Grandson. Okay. Okay. And you can follow me at Olsen2k18. And follow me and all of my billion things that I do on campus here starting this week. Good Lord. <laughs> Same. Um, at ConnorMoore underscore seven. Links in the description. In the next episode, find out exactly how tired we are coming back from this Brewers game. We'll figure out eventually. They are. <laughs> I won't be here for that one. Or will right, I? Right, well, yeah, it'll be me and Kyle. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you how, what what we're talking about. That we don't even know what time we'll be back from the Brewers game. Nope. We'll we'll figure it out eventually. Stay tuned on that show, though. The next time we shock the system, since day one is. Please don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie, like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kind of tired. Where the Michelin's at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis stag. Stone cold bachelor, acid rap and chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance where you see me as a challenge to manage your intuition.